Liberty lockdown, please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go? It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you ride with the thought, you've always got a home The virus you're scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe Let's get into the show Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. I have a tremendously special guest with me today. He is the savage that threw the wrench in the uh, the Georgia senatorial races, Shane Hazel of Radical. Welcome aboard, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure to be able to sit down with another veteran and, and talk some bullshit about the, uh, <laughs> the fucking tyrannical state that we... <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe help come to fruition here. Right. Well, I I have to, uh, I don't want to get any stolen valor. I am actually not a military vet, so. Oh, I thought you were. No. My, my, my bad, man. I thought <laughs> I thought you had. No, I, I, I live in Oceanside, uh, right by Pendleton, so I definitely have that energy about me, but. Uh, Close enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to deal with all those assholes in the, uh, the, the South Gate. All, all the guys coming back from uh, from deployments and fucking my girlfriends. I, I know them well. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But that is that is what they do. Let's be honest. Uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know what, what do they say about Marines? If you leave them in a room with anything, it's going to get broke, dead, or fucked. And, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, there's, it's, they're not wrong. They they need a lot better pay just to handle all the child support. Anyways, yeah. um, w- welcome in, man. Uh, go ahead and tell people who you are, what you're about. Just so. Uh, oh, by the way, we're going to have the biting the bullet guys joining us in about ten minutes. So Luke and Typo, degenerates that they are, will be here shortly. So uh, hang in there if you're a BTB fan. Uh, but Shane, for those that don't know you, which I'm sure most do, uh, go ahead and give like a, just a bit of your background. Yeah, man. I, I, so uh, I've run for a few offices down here in uh, Georgia at the federal level. Um, the latest run was for U.S. Senate down here where I sent the, uh, the system into a tizzy, I guess, for the last two fucking months. And my, apologize to every, uh, <laughs> my apologies to everybody for the extra amount of you know, ads and bullshit that went on here and throughout the, the country, I, from what I've heard. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I came out of uh, the Marine Corps and served over at First Force Reconnaissance Company uh, early, uh, right after, you know, we went into Afghanistan and Iraq and uh, really had some, I mean, ridiculous deployments uh, during those times where I kind of saw the writing on the wall, you know, kind of the, those moments where you're like, well, what the fuck are we doing? And um, you know, between John Taylor Gatto and the, uh, the guys over in the, uh, the Ron Paul campaigns and Rothbard. And then, um, you know, guys like Michael Heiss and the Mises caucus, um, I am where I am, you know, right now, I obviously run my own podcast called radical. And, um, I'm really, you know, I'm just one of those guys that got a, a you know, a taste of what, you know, freedom and liberty is stuck in, you know, stuck in my craw. And it's one of those things where, you know, after a while, it's just you live, eat, breathe, sleep it because you know you know what the stakes are, and God, you know here we are uh, on the precipice of a, a new administration that seems, I don't know, fairly draconian considering the the, the fact that they've got twenty five thousand damn troops around the the capital. Oh, it's it's thirty thousand now, brother. Um, yeah, it's it's horrifying, and and Trump just gave his farewell speech. Did you catch that? Dude, I so I, I was actually just watching that before uh, I got about halfway through. I mean, yeah, I'll tell you what, man, like this, the whole QAnon bullshit. I don't know if uh, you know anybody you know in your crowd buys into that, but <laughs> if they fuck, do, they... I think I think you guys are fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if they 
if they buy into it after listening to me for the past couple months, I'd be surprised. Uh, I, I'm sure they unsubscribed because I've been going really hard at them. Um, yeah, I, I think that it was a psyop to uh, basically calm those that value freedom and, and value yeah. liberty into thinking that there was some master plan that was going to save all of us. And, and I've been saying this for, I don't know, since March. <laughs> so, so, uh, that I, I think, I think we've been proven right. I, I, I was hoping I was wrong. Obviously I, I don't, I don't want to see this dystopic hellscape that we're entering, but, um, given that, you know, Trump is going out with, you know, not a bang, but a whimper, it seems pretty evident to me that the, the QAnon drops were exactly what most of us suspected. Um, first off, what, what will be your, your opinion of Trump's legacy given, uh, now that we see that it's almost certainly coming to an end. Boy, it's, it's not 50, 50. It's not, but it's not all bad either. Um, sure. he didn't get into any new wars, low, low, low fucking bar. Um, I mean, right. honestly, when you're looking at it, but, um, you know, he, he was just a populist man. And, and, you know, I'm not into populists. I'm not into nationalists. I'm not into any of that kind of shit. Uh, he was terrible on guns. He, um, you know, he did stop TP what was it? The Trans-Pacific Partnership, the, yeah, uh, the Paris Accords and things like that. Um, lowering taxes was great. I will give him, you know, the fact that the Republicans in Congress, um, you know, at his, you know, pushing did lower some taxes. Sure. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, the spending through the fucking roof, um, the fact that, you know, he's still Israel's bitch and you know america is still israel's bitch and it's just i don't know man like i I, he the guy he had a golden opportunity to do some really kick-ass shit uh we'll see if he pardons uh you know guys like um you know snowden and um you know the rest of them out there like uh, ross olbrick i heard today maybe he he may get a pardon uh or, or at least clemency for time served um but to get uh, you know Assange and, and Snowden and those guys pardon that that would be, I mean that would be the best thing he could do at this point for me to have a somewhat favorable um, view of what he did. Other than that, man, I mean, guy's a chaos agent. I mean, yeah. when you when you look at what the fuck happened um, this past year, where you know he touted out government officials like Fauci and you know that uh, the, that dipshit in charge of the CDC and all these people that you know lied to your face and then came back and said oh hey no actually wear a mask and you know hey mask didn't work and all this disinformation bullshit like these guys are just disinformation artists and and to have those people you know paraded out in front of everybody over this past year at the national level it's like i don't know man like I think the fucker is in on it. I think he's part of the club. You see him in pictures with Hillary and Bill and Epstein and just, you know, just Lane Maxwell and the rest of these, you know, really fucking am- amazingly rich people. Right. Like, dude, he's, he's fucking in on it, man. Well, I, I have a hard time with that. Cause I mean, I agreed with everything else you said up until that. It, it, basically, if he is one of their own, why did they go? Why did they go against him so aggressively for four straight years? Do you, do you know the, um, what, what was the old saying, uh, uh, thou do protest too much? Oh, sure. Right, or too loudly, right? Like, oh, oh man, he's got to be fucking terrible if, if these guys hate him that fucking much, right? And right. like, well, you know, if, if they hate him that much, maybe, maybe it's just, you know, some camouflage so that, you know, these guys, you know, stick to him a little bit more. And I that's that's all I can think is, 
you know, Hillary's not in fucking jail. Clapper's not in jail. Brennan, Strzok, Page, uh, McCabe, the rest of these asshats that, you know, really, you know, could have could have gone to jail for what they fucking did. Should have, and, yes. And nobody saw justice. And I got to think of the guy that's in charge of the CIA and the FBI and the DOJ and the rest of this kind of shit. Man, it, knowing who Barr is and having brought him in and his connections, dude, the guy, like, he's a fucking fixer. And what did he say, you know, with, you know, Hunter Biden, with everything that went on with the Bidens, the fact that they didn't say shit about anything mm-hmm. that he was under investigation for years by the FBI, you know, like, and, and, and Trump is calling this out during the debates and the FBI and the CIA didn't corroborate what he was saying. The right. fact that, that Bill Barr didn't corroborate what he was saying, like, man, it just screams to me that this guy is part of the club and he was running interference and putting on a show and he, he understands how to sell it and keep the tough guys calm down. And yeah, fuck, man, here we are. Yeah. I, I won't, I won't discount that, that potential. I, I just think that it's from my vantage point, it's more likely that he was in fact an outsider to some extent. And, and because he wouldn't play ball with them, essentially the president and I think a lot of a lot of libertarians or ANCAPs believe this. the The president doesn't actually run the country, and and you know, to to <laughs> me, to, yeah, to me, the reason that I think that he was, um, you know, so abused by everybody in politics and the media is because he just he just wasn't in the inner circle when it came to you know propagating wars and growing the uh, the military industrial complex to the extent that they wanted. Um, anyways, let's let's uh, speaking of military industrial complex components, let's bring in Luke and Typo. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? What's up, brother? Uh, thank you guys on? for for shifting the schedule. I it was totally my bad on the uh, the time change. I was like MST. Yeah, that sounds like PST. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but but thank you for joining me. I know you guys are good friends with Shane, so it should be a, a blast to talk to. I don't know these fuckers. You don't know them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All of a sudden, up, guys? all of a sudden acting like he's better than us. <laughs> he is. He is a better man than yeah, us. Yeah, no, 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 Oh, very bullshit. True. No, <laughs> no. Just, uh, just older. Well, I, and I'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times, Shane, but I, I, I you know, before we get into the, uh, the shit talking to each other, well, are you, uh, I mean, Kurt the Libertarian uh, has this belief that our, our best role in in politics, given that we don't have the capacity to win federal elections, is to serve as spoiler. And you did that better than anyone in our lifetimes, probably. So um, how do you feel about that path? And do you think that it'll actually pay dividends for us long term in the sense that they they will now have to at least honor our demands to some extent if they don't want to continue to lose elections? Yeah, I, I mean, right, right now here in Georgia, we're primed. Um, you know, I, I didn't know what would happen in terms of when the Republican Party was going to fucking die, but we helped it die right here in Georgia. I'm not saying it's dead yet, but I'm telling you right now, it's on life support, and we've got a bunch of the the, the MAGA crowd and old GOPers that are like, "Fuck, I will never ever vote for the GOP ever again." And people are, you know, I can't keep up with the amount of social media and, and emails and texts and calls and all that kind of stuff right now. What, you know, GOP is going, what can I do to help you in your campaign for governor? 
I'm like, well, you can wait till I'm actually the fucking nominee. But the, uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to, I mean, this is the thing is like, we are now primed for a situation like this in 2022 down here in Georgia, where there is a possibility it'll come with a ton of hard work, but uh, we're, we're, we're primed uh, for a libertarian win on a much larger scale uh, than incredible. we ever have had in the past. Well, I, I, uh, you know, Godspeed, man, we, we need it bad. And I, I'm just trying to find, uh, you know, my, my belief is that uh, balkanization and, and some sort of secession is ultimately the only path that we have to um, a peaceful future, given the trajectory of things. So we need a state that that actually has, you know, a libertarian governor that would that would kind of front run that idea. Um, and I think it's really our only hope to avoid a truly bloody civil war. Uh, let me ask you guys, because I, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Um, do you think, uh, how close are we to the precipice of, of widespread violence? Oh, shit. Widespread violence? That shit's coming any day, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, more, I more than we saw during the, the uh, Black Lives Matter rallies. I mean, like, you know, aggressive stuff. Um, I think we're still pretty far off from that. People aren't hungry enough yet. Uh, I think that's, I've said that multiple times, like, uh, you know, you don't see revolutions and things like that until people are, are starving, you know, and, um, that widespread violence, at least, uh, from a majority of the pop or not a majority of the part population, but like a larger majority than we've seen it thus far in the last, you know, hundred years. Uh, we're not seeing that until people start starving. So, uh, you know, with Biden's new fucking, uh, plan that he wants to roll out his $15 minimum wage and his uh, 1.9 trillion budget or stimulus plan that he has going on. Like the collapse it, is near. It, yeah. It, it, it could get pretty close, but I think uh, the one reason why the dollar has stayed around as long as it has is because people believe in it. And whether that's uh, a valid trust or an invalid trust is up to the person you know, up to the people that believe in it or dis disbelieve in it. But, you know, that's why people are okay with them printing money is because they're like, oh, this is how economics work works. And eventually it gets to a point where it, it obviously collapses, but uh, you can ride that train for a long time. And until that train uh, goes down, uh, people will continue to ride it. So I think we're still a little ways off of that. Um, I hope you're right, man. I, my, my concern is that if they, if they take these truly you know, fascistic tactics to hunt down MAGA supporters, it's going to force them, it's going to force them to radicalize to, to survive. Um, and I, I think that's, I think that's the path we're on. I mean, they, they're writing laws, you know, they had 20,000 word documents that were drafted uh, allegedly in a single night to hunt down, you know, these uh, alleged uh, homegrown terrorists. Insurrectionists. Or, yeah. Whatever you want to call them. I love that it word. Could, it could also force Trump too. Well, how, they, how so? Because if they're going after, they're already talking about uh, going after like his businesses, his golf mm -hmm. resorts, his hotels. If you destroy him privately, it forces him to stay in the in politics. That's the only way he'll be a name or be in, in the limelight. So well, I, mean, I, I think that's why, why they impeached him, actually, is because they want to make it so that he can't run again in the future. Um, do you think that that Trump, without the mechanism of the, you know, the enforcement arm of the state, would have enough power to, I guess he probably would. I mean, it, he just, he's been so successfully deplatformed. I don't know that he could actually get a message to his people, but I suppose with the internet, you, you kind of can't stop the signal. 
Well, yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's a good point. And just a real quick typo, and then you can go. But look at Alex Jones; he's still out there, fucking thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he is, but he he was he was hurt for sure by the deplatforming. But absolutely, I, I still think that the this. I mean, I know a lot of relatives of mine that are so ride or die for Trump they could give a fuck less about Republicans. That I'm like, if he if he were if he were to come out and say like, rise up. Um, I think it could actually happen, but I think he would also be assassinated if he were to do that. So I don't know if he will. Anyways, Typo, what do you what do you think? Uh, fuck. Now I got two things to say, but um, <laughs> give a, give, give thing, us all. The first thing it was is uh, like I I don't really know. It really depends on well on a lot of factors. In four years, it, you know, Trump's health could be really bad, and I mean, I mean after after what he dealt with the last four years, he could be like, you know, fuck this. I'm not getting anywhere near this thing. Like, he, I mean, honestly, I think he went through a lot. Um, and they, I mean, they went off through his family. I mean, his son just got like banned from Twitch or something. Wow. And it's like, God, these people have like, will go at everything. So, I mean, if they play that, I mean, it could work. And maybe this idea Trump has to kind of stay in politics, but I think there's a lot of factors that come into it. Um, but with there being 80 million people that like voted for Trump and if this guy has a lot of uh, there's a lot of the market he could take over. And if you're banning him and it forces him to go alternative means and you force a lot of the American market to follow him over there. I mean, you, you can you could start seeing two different completely worlds forming that. I mean, it'll be echo, it'll be echo chambers on the mainstream and then echo chambers on the alternative ones. And it could be very like yeah i mean when people just don't have any any sort of common ground and they don't see any sort of their posts or anything like that yeah. i don't even who knows how far like right the right could go or how far the left or left could good could go or what propaganda they believe about the left on on those sites and what the propaganda they believe about the right on the others so uh, man i feel I like could, you're i feel yeah. like you're describing our modern existence honestly it it you know yeah, when, I, when yeah. I hear it i'm like yeah that's kind of what's happening uh shane it, could could Trump be the uh, the catalyst for secession? Could could he actually call for like like uh, I'm going to be the the king of Texas or something? <laughs> get, it, get it going? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he could. I don't think he will. Like I, we were saying earlier, I think the guy is part of the fucking machine, man. I think he sure. was. I, I think he was the guy that came in and quieted all the the, the alpha males and alphas in the society. Right? Like it was right. just. He came in, uh, said some fucking stuff that people wanted to hear, and we're like, "Yeah, Rev, you know, fucking lock her up, you know." And you're like, "Fuck, that didn't shit. That you know, none of that shit happened." So, could he if he wanted to? I think so, but I, man, I don't know if he's gonna go out like this soft bitch that he, you know, like after watching some of this exit speech that he just had. Like, yeah. I think there's gonna be a lot of peel off, man, and people are gonna be like, "Fuck that guy." We don't have any we don't have any fucking justice, you know, and that's the thing is like in this banana republic, we got our, you know, our, our, our quote unquote capital and all of their you know, state cultist monuments, uh, you know, surrounded by these fat fucking National Guard fucks. <laughs> and, you know, you're sitting there going like, boy. This isn't looking good, and and Trump didn't do shit about shit. So no. I don't know. Unless there's a rabbit that comes out of his ass tomorrow, you know, and you know the the whole place is just swarmed, and everybody's taken down and locked up, and we see, you know, the the trials unfold. Like fuck, I don't know, man. Like we're we're talking about something that's probably not going to happen, and yeah, yeah. if that doesn't happen, I think he loses. I think he loses his following, and on top of it, 
the resentful. You know, they put on, they, I mean, seriously, look at the amount of effort and time and money that these people put into the Trump campaigns and everything else. I mean, they've lost family fucking members. They thought QAnon was a new fucking cult to join <laughs> and drink the Kool-Aid. And you're just like, God damn it, guys. We told you, we told you, we told you. You can't trust unknown fucking plans by unknown fucking people. And then things magically fucking happen. Like, you're just yeah. like, God damn it. So and That's my thing with they Trump. They loved him, too. They loved yeah. him. I've never seen like like no one was this excited about Mitt fucking Romney. Like fuck no. no. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen a movement like this on the right. No, like, uh, Obama was actually similar though. Yeah, Obama's was very yeah. cult like and very similar, and I think Clinton's was very similar as well. Um, just going back and like looking at propaganda videos from the the nineties. Bill, Bill or Hillary? Yeah, oh, Bill. Bill. Okay, Bill. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, I mean, he was making shows Hillary. on. No, yeah, fuck it. No, Hillary. No, that, I was like, I was like, I don't remember no. Hillary having much fanfare, but maybe. Bill, Bill. Um, yeah, if you count those uh, purple and pink hair dyed, and you know, feminazis out there, yeah, sure, right. like, I guess wearing wearing the uh, vaginas on their heads. Yeah. Well, um, I, my my point with with Trump is that I, I really don't think that you know if he, if he had the courage to be the leader of some secession movement, yeah. he would have had the courage to fucking defend us during the past four years. Right. He's, he's a fucking coward. I mean, like, and he's I know my Democrat. Yeah, well, he is. He's an old Democrat, <laughs> but he's also just a power broker. Like he, he understands how to sell himself and that's about it. And, and everyone else bought that lie that he was some sort of like earth shattering, groundbreaking revolutionary yeah and he simply wasn't he was a guy that called out some of our enemies which we appreciated and that's about it yeah you know? and didn't get us into any more wars which i don't know if that's really a, a win in the column when we're still in seven so right well it's still a thumbs up but it's not like a, a yeah, cheering it, raging it's like a, endorsement it's like the a consolation prize of all the millennials of this generation get every time they play any sport like good right. job yeah but yeah. You know, you didn't really do shit. You got, you got place. You <laughs> yeah, you, you, thanks for leaving the door just open enough so that Biden and fucking Kamala Harris could go back into all these fucking wars and expand them from there. You almost slipped up right there and called her something else. <laughs> <laughs> you started off, you started, off that, started off that HA with an HO real quick. Oh, man. No, ho's a ho, man. <laughs> um, so... With with thirty thousand national guard troops on the ground in D.C., um, let me ask you guys: Are you getting any intel? I don't know if you could even tell me what the fuck is happening. I mean, we had we had one cop allegedly get beat to death in the Capitol. One, three other people died from like natural causes, which I think was MAGA people having heart attacks. Did we lose Shane? No, I'm sorry. Okay, cool. Uh, we have three other people, you know, allegedly having heart attacks, and then one lady tragically getting shot in the neck while she's unarmed uh by I the state yeah yeah of course yeah by by yeah. secret service it appeared um and no one gives a fuck about that by the way which we can get into but i would like to know is this is this simply an overreaction or are we witnessing a takeover um so typo and i were just talking about this but uh my thing with the national guard i mean you talk to any of those guys and there's plenty of videos right now they're like i I just got told to be here. Like they don't, they don't know why the fuck they're there. Right. They, they don't. They're not seen. Yeah. The national guard doesn't like they're during the big ramps up 
ramp ups in Iraq and Afghanistan, National Guard had some pretty outstanding fucking units. But now, like, I don't know very many units in the National Guard that are worth their salt and by any means. So or have heard of anyone in any of these units that were like, yeah, we're pretty hot shit. Like, we know what we're doing if we ever have to deploy. Like, they're not. The people that are there are there as a show of force, just like every they don't even have magazines or they got their magazines taken. They got their ammo taken from them because now the Democrats are like, there might be Trump supporters in the National Guard that'll kill Biden on Inauguration Day. And it's like so th- the whole thing is it makes no sense. And, you know, Typo and I were talking about this a little bit and you can go into it, but it it kind of seems For me personally, it seems like a big dog and pony show, which is basically all our fucking, uh, you know, democracy, democratic republic, whatever you want to call it, um, oligarchy that we have. uh, That's it. It's just a dog and pony show. But go ahead, Typo. Like you you explain this one better than me that it's a good conspiracy theory if it's a true one. Well, I I wasn't really going to get into that, but it's very interesting because it's funny. All right. I'll get into it. All right. Well, anyways, I'll say what I want to say first, then I'll tell you the <laughs> conspiracy theory. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, the I mean, it's 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 crazy to see a bunch of troops like that in D.C., but like anyone in the military knows that it's like they're not doing anything. And like uh, like in one, the hypocrisy of putting like a bunch of troops to sleep in the Capitol when the rest of the country can't even like go to a restaurant right next to each other but you're gonna put a bunch of uh you're gonna put a bunch of our heroes in harm's way and social distance them against your own rules for your protection yeah so no, the hypocrisy is blatant but i i don't want to downplay you know even if it is just symbolism it is so it is so unprecedented to have thirty thousand fucking national guard troops Oh, it's right in line with Central and South America, though. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's unprecedented 000. for America. Yeah, that's Six, what I'm saying. Hey, yeah. I, I, let can we do the conspiracy typo? I, go, I want typo to go first because I, I just want to say I've, okay. I've got my own. Man. So, Sixty-five thousand well, troops as of last so, night. So first of all, yeah. yeah. So first oh, of all, shit. we don't even know who sent them there. Yeah, because it's supposed to be people from the White House and the Commander in Chief that can send them there, but no one knows who's sending them there, which right. is really weird. I saw I saw the governor say that that uh, from Texas saying that he had sent ten thousand of his troops and he was all pissed because they were being accused of being traitors. Um, so obviously the orders were given to the governors to issue the national guard to go yep. there. I I agree with you. I don't believe for a second it was Trump that ordered it. I think it was probably the FBI or the CIA. I, I don't even know. You know, chain of command. What? How? How can they? Can they do that? I don't even know. Well, they've already Not proved the that they don't have to listen to the president. Um, he, I mean, back they said they were going to withdraw troops from Syria and right. or, or limit the number down to a lower number, but then they actually never did. Um, so I don't, I don't know who's calling the shots on this one. It's very weird. If it's not Trump, is that not, um, I don't know, traitorous activity? It could be. It probably is, but I don't. I, I don't know too much. It's definitely about not that. constitutional. I don't know activity. that high level right. of man like that. But I mean, if the president's not saying anything against it, I don't know if that would consider like, oh, well, they're not traitors, or the president's just not saying anything. I don't. I really don't know the legality in that. Okay. But the well, conspiracy theory is that Trump is the one that's ordering the troops there, and it's <laughs> so when Biden get ready to take over. 
Trump's going to uh, a military coup, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the that's the QAnon story. I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly that. That they yeah. they they're building the walls to keep the politicians in. You know, it's yeah. like it's like a prison. Hey, God, God bless if true, but I would bet everything I own that that's not the case. Uh, anyways, what, Shane, oh, what do ahead. you? I was going to ask just that that conspiracy theory. Let's just play it out for one second. How do you think public reaction will be? Like, what do you think Trumpers will do? They would be ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're going to be popping bottles, man. Yeah. They would, I mean, the streets would hey, be. Hey, you know what? I, I might actually join them. I might shake up a beer and go out and Hell pop it yeah. on the porch. What, what is that? What's that meme where the guy's like biting the fucking like the metal, metal the right? Metal. Like we got our asses kicked and all that. Yeah. Dude, the streets, <laughs> the streets place. would be, the streets would be covered with boomer loads. It'd be so crazy. Uh, Shane, so what do you um, think? Here's the thing is it's going to start civil war part two, no matter what. Right. Right. That's what I think. Like, if, if, if they go in and they strong arm and they fucking arrest all these guys, the left, you want th- you think that fucking shit got burned down over the summer. Well, man, the only thing that's going to save us is the cold weather in the winter. Well, yeah. and the military leaders don't, uh, you know, believe in Trump. So, they, you know, the, I think the military, I think the generals, the top of the command, they, they'll side with the cathedral. And, you know, the National Guard, let's say it is the National Guard and he has states backing him right now you know trump does and they're basically just a whole bunch of right-wing ass fucking um trumpers uh that are that are there right now they're riding the wave baby yeah they're maybe they'll stay and protect trump but like the u.s military will side with the cathedral and the cathedral if that happens the cathedral at that point in time will be um obviously who it's been you know kamala biden um, the left-leaning Democrats and the centrist conservatives that move their Overton window constantly so that yeah. they can be Democrats 10 years from now. Yeah, Max Boot, fucking scumbag. Um, right. ha- have you guys thought about the, the military, you know, in terms of factioning? And, and so that, you know, like you've got different parts of the military that splinter off. Like I, 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 I th- got to think that especially the, a lot of the combatant roles, right? They're not excited about... You know, th- this whole, you know, idea and prospect of Biden or, or Kamala Harris being the commander in chief. Like, fuck, <laughs> are you kidding think, me? Like, I if, if there, if there was a conspiracy to say, hey, man, like, hey, we're going to go and roll these guys up. A lot of those guys would be like, yeah, we're down. Let's fucking do it. I think that's very possible because one, there was a retired colonel at in the Air Force that was at this the siege on the 6th. He was there <laughs> and he was inside the Capitol like chanting MAGA and stuff. So if you got like retired colonels that are saying this, man, I think it's very possible. There's probably some officers out there in the Marine Corps that'll be like, yeah, my unit is not with that anymore. Wow. Well, I, yeah. I, I think that's, I think it's possible too. And, and when they, you know, everyone's, uh, there's these news stories that are floating around saying that they're now vetting every single National Guard troop to see if they have anything, you know, that says like pro-constitution or, or stop the steal in their, in their social media profiles. And I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, the military still leans conservative. There's got to be uh, of you said there's sixty five thousand troops there now. Yeah, uh, from the that's from the National Guard commander. Uh, he's a four star general. I don't remember his name, but I saw him on a, in an interview last night, and yeah, he said he has there's sixty five thousand troops in the Washington that, D.C. area. That's incredible. Uh, so, I mean, you got to imagine forty five thousand of those troops are probably Trump supporters, right? Am well, I, yeah, right. Yeah, they're Obama. either Trump supporters or at least. They don't give a shit about both of the parties. Right. Like, they're one or the other. They're definitely not. The ma- overwhelming majority of that is not Democrat. Well, if you if you take the, the you know, preposition that 
that this election was shady, which I, I still don't know for sure. I mean, it was shady, but whether or not it was stolen, I'm not sure. If you if you believe that there's a chance that that's the case, and then you have a armed guard for the inauguration, is it is it overstating it to call this a coup? I mean, if that's the case, if if there's actually evidence, if it turns up, you know, a year down the road that there's real evidence that the Dominion voting systems, uh, you know, shifted enough votes, and then you have an armed, you know military that's defending the inauguration is it i mean it, shane pointed it out it seems to me like you know uh egypt or any of those latin american countries that have had coups is it overstating it to think that this might be what we're witnessing no i don't i don't think it's overstating it by any means and you know right you're right if it does come out in a year two years five years down the line and this happened and you know it went went off without a a hitch you know like nothing really came of it besides them doing this even though like if people didn't rush them afterwards or the national guard isn't firing on its own citizens, any of those things, because right there, if any of those things happen, it's still a coup. Like in my head, like if, once they use military action for people trying to peacefully protest, any kind of things like that, it, it's a coup in, in that sense of the word. But uh, yeah, in two years, a year, six months, and it comes out that um, it was stolen in any way, shape or form regardless of how things go after the inauguration. Yeah, it's definitely a fucking coup. Yeah. Shane, Shane, what do you think? So uh, two things I, I, I'd like, I mean, to bring the attention to the number, you know, 65,000. Um, and, and Luke, I don't know. I haven't seen that yet, but um, I don't, I don't, I really don't care in terms of, you know, what that number is in terms of being that large. I'm telling you right now, we took Fallujah with 10,000 Marines so when, when you think about really what that force looks like, something six times that size. It's because they're National Guard and the <laughs> Army. They need more. <laughs> yeah. For one sixth of us, Shane. Yeah. I mean, most of those guys are out there playing Candy Crush I'm right just, now. I'm just kidding. It, but no, I got what you're saying, buddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a fucking ton of people. I mean, think about, like, just feeding those motherfuckers up there right now, right? The supply chain to get those guys, you know, fed on a damn daily basis to take care of, you know, the showers, if they're getting any and, you know, the, the sleeping arrangements and all that other bullshit. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think a bunch of dudes eating MREs and hanging out in the Capitol is going to last real long in terms of morale and all that other bullshit, right? Like, I, I don't see that sticking around for very long, especially in America, right? Like, like there, somebody's going to go, this isn't real fucking American, man, that we're hanging out having to protect against what? MAGA's not here. They're not assaulting us. What happened this summer? Like, they, they're going to see this stuff no matter what. That, and, and, I, and I'll get back to my conspiracy real quick. It's a little outside of what, you know, we've been talking about. But there are some people uh, that I have, you know, kind of paid attention to that are going, yeah, man, what if all these troops are there to cordon and make sure that this thing looks like something different because the numbers for Biden in terms of his ability to energize and draw a fucking crowd. Can you imagine if there's like two fuckers out there going, woo, yeah, <laughs> right? Like the, the, it's over. Mass, like, like a thousand part, thousand yards well, away. <laughs> they, they already put out, they put out like something like 60,000 flags right in front of the, uh, wherever he's supposed to give his speech to signify the people that would have been there i'm like yeah sure sure they would have in their cars honking ways that's what's wild man like his perception of like he is like just not popular like any action you see anytime you see him he's just not popular at all i know so, like anyone that just walks in 
But in, keep in mind, he got more votes than anyone in history, so he must be pretty popular. <laughs> That's what adds to it, man. That's what adds to it. But it's I mean, like, the guy people. couldn't draw a crowd here in Rome, Georgia, for God's sake. Like, <laughs> they, he was over on you know the, the northwestern corner of Georgia, and he came walking down the stairs, and the music was playing, and they had everybody in their safe space, like with a little chair with a little fucking white circle around it. Right. And there may have been maybe 30 fucking chairs out there. They weren't full. Like, you can't get... <laughs> 30 fucking people to show up to a fundraiser in Georgia. Are you like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. I, I think that's actually a probably good probability. Cause if anybody, you know, saw the lack of people show up and the lack of excitement at his inauguration for God's sakes, man, like it, it, it just punches holes and, and, and maybe even proves, you know, or furthers the, the idea that this whole damn thing was just rigged from the get-go. I actually yeah. have I have a really quick, important question for you guys, since you have military experience. It seems to me that you couldn't deploy this amount of troops to this area, you know, on a on the drop of a hat. You have to have all the supply chains and everything else that are lined up to get them there. You have to ship them there. You have to fly them there, um, house them, whatever, arm them. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. But tell me, how long how long would it actually take? Like, when did this order have to have come down? for them to get this many guys there 96 hours a year ago 96 hours <laughs> oh, oh interesting you that's a very different answer so you you guys hash it out tell me what's what's the truth so here. when we when we went into uh you know when we started stationing in kuwait i remember um when we started doing some of the first ge uh, gear layouts and it was about i don't know uh at least six months earlier um and you know, for everybody to have all of their shit and do your inspections and get them on, you know, a, a plane or something like that. You know, th the idea that it was flowed down, you know, wherever and you, they will have certain things, but in, in God, I mean, you guys ever do like, you guys did gear inspections from time to time. Right. And you know, where you had your go bags and all that kind of shit. Right. Yeah. It was just, it, it was, I don't know. It was months out for us when, before we ever went to Kuwait. And I remember, I think it was like July. Or well, yeah. When did you, you went, it, you weren't like in a first appointment, were you? Yeah. You were one of the first appointments? Yeah. So when, when we got there, we were still setting up shop. Like we didn't have electricity. We didn't have running water. Right. We didn't, we had, we were still digging trenches, you know, for, for the bathroom and shit like that. So maybe and that was December of 02 going into 03 for the initial invasion. Yeah. So maybe our experience is a little bit different because Typo and I were part of a ESB an engineer support battalion. And what we're, we were in Japan. And so we're very focused on humanitarian aid for, you know, tsunamis, typhoons, any of the above um, those type of things. And, you know, we were, we had our, our bags packed to go on anything like that uh, constantly. And it was, we had, there was that big one. Where was it? Was it in uh, the Philippines? It was the, dude, we had Philippines, Thailand. Yeah. Um, we did ones in Korea when that and it was been in, what is it? Nepal, Nepal. Yeah. Nepal. That was a big one. Um, and we're at the, uh, like, it's like, Hey, we're going. And it, it's like a 96 hour warning. And it's like, Hey, that's it. And our, I mean, what was our unit? Our unit couldn't have been more than 2000 troops, 3000 troops. Yeah. But yeah. But, but when it, when it national, I think, and so like, uh, you know, m military invasion wise, yeah, it's going to take way longer. And that's why we have six month workups for our troops right now going over to Iraq and Afghanistan and wherever the fuck else they go. Um, but if on things like this, they see it as more humanitarian, we'll get you there and then we'll figure out what you need kind of thing. 
Okay. So that you, makes think, sense. They, you and, think they could have ordered it within a week? Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah, I a think week they could have definitely done it. If okay. we, if this was, I think if this was planned out like a year in advance, I think it would have fell down the pipeline and I think we would have heard about it. Because if all the, all the people in the National Guard, most of them are MAGA supporters, there's got to be one of them or two of them out there that would have leaked something. And dude, like, like, boots are so stupid. Like, they're going to tell somebody and it's going <laughs> well, to get told. Yeah, and, and that's what I get to as well, is like, there's different levels of dissemination, right? You know, a readiness order can come down to, you know, a field grade colonel or something. Yeah, you're he'll right, just, you're right. You know, he'll, he'll give you like, hey, uh, you know, here's our commander's intent. You need to meet it. And so basically, you know, it's, the, the, the majors and, and captains and lieutenants are going to make sure that, you know, nothing, you know, and may not even be disseminated to them what it's for. It's just, this is what you need to prepare for. And, you know, that can, that can be as generic as, you know, the commander wants it and you can still have all your shit on standby for, you know, six months to a year or whatever it is before, you know, PFC schmuck, you know, finally says, Hey, Mel, I got to go. We're, we're going to fucking DC or whatever. Right? right. Like those are the Upset. last motherfuckers to know anything. For a <laughs> Actually your, your point is very valid because yeah, it, would take, it would take a lot for them to move half the Marine Corps. Like 65,000 is about half the Marine Corps. Yeah. What are we about? 185, yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. We're the smallest branch. So like, and honestly, we're probably the most prepared for situations like that because we are, you know, they talk about us the first in last out. Well, as the, as the, as the finance guy, let me, let me correct this military math. That would be a third typo. Whatever, dude. <laughs> a rounding error. Is that a fraction? You guys are all expendable. Is that, is that a fucking fraction, dude? <laughs> anyways, Whatever. anyways, Typo, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to take a dig uh, since since I'm out of my depth here. You know, I don't have any fucking military background, so I gotta oh, use yeah. my math so, stuff. So what you use is I don't have any math background. No, we're stupid because we're in the military. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. Anyways, uh, no, yeah. tell me what you're gonna say. Um. Well, yeah. I, Fuck, I forgot. Just go. Okay. We were just okay. talking about commander's intent. If that oh, well, all right. Well, let me let me lay out let me lay out my thesis. And this is the reason I'm asking. I'm sure you guys have already picked up what's what I'm putting down. Mean? What's that? I'm just I said, what's that word mean? Oh, oh okay. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure you've already picked up what I'm putting down, but essentially what I'm asking is if if this if this has only been ordered and implemented in 72 hours, I can buy them doing it after the Capitol riots. If it took weeks or months, that means that it was planned probably from the time of the election, which adds to the, the gravity of the claim that the, the election may have been stolen. So Shane, am I crazy? Is that a possibility? All right. I, I, I think, well, I'm going to tell you, I think all elections are rigged um, from the very beginning. I don't know one way or another, you know, if, if this one, you know, was just a, a stage, right? Like a, a final, a final one to have stage, but I mean, we've, I don't know when I started saying it, but I was like, look, you know, if you guys think that, you know, 2020 sucked, get ready for 2021 because nobody is going to accept this thing. Like nobody's going to accept Trump and nobody's going to accept fucking Biden. And if, you know, if you're a military mind and you're in, you know, future planning and ops and all that kind of stuff, you're like, yeah, yeah, you're probably fucking right. You know, like, let's, let's think about some things, not to mention a lot of these, you know, uh, you know, national guard guys, especially at the state level, uh, have been on warning order for a very long time, yes. you know, with, you know, the, the summer of fucking love that we just had and all that bullshit. It's That's like, true. I mean, those guys have, they, I bet they've been reporting more. I bet they've been training more. I bet they've been doing a whole lot of things 
That's um, true. So they could have been geared up in advance. That's, for that's where reasons. I was going to, yeah, that's yeah. where I was going to go with it. Where like, um, I know during the summer months, that's when their two week training is, uh, like every national guard unit, uh, they have their two week trainings, um, where they actually act like active duty, uh, for two weeks and they're in the field and doing stuff like that. And that's usually in the summer months, but these summer months, they were actually in the field, uh, you know, in majors, uh, metropolitan cities. So, you know, they probably had a very good idea of how to do this. And, um, I bet you all those, I mean, I, I, I mean, they mobilized in Washington DC during the summer. So like, yeah, they, they, they knew, they knew how to get there and they, they know that they, they know how to get there and they know exactly how they needed to set up. And that's probably why they're sleeping in the Capitol because, they don't really give a shit about the troops. So it's like, fuck them. We'll throw them in the Capitol. We're not going to give them pizza. two man ten. Yeah. Here's some pizza with a fake Nancy Pelosi looking ass motherfucker. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and go ahead. We have, we have plans to like invade North Korea. Like they're well plans thought out plans. <laughs> we rehearse them every fucking year with the, the South Korean army, how to invade North Korea and shut them down. Um, so if they have plans for that, I figured they would probably have plans already in the books of how to defend their, the Capitol building from, from, from the American people though. Yeah. From, from the American people or from a foreign entity. I mean, if you, if you, because would it really be the difference? defend the Capitol building, you can use that same plan for a foreign adversary as you would use for your own people. Well, I, I get that. It's just, that would seem to me if it's actually, being advertised as they discuss it, that this could be used to suppress American dissidents that many a Trump supporter within the military would be like, what the fuck are we doing? Am I, am I, am I wrong? But the difference is, is like those people that are making those plans probably aren't the Trump supporters. Um, Those are your cathedral, you know, long time I'm in the military. This is what I do. I defend the constitution to its death. Yeah, and, the, this is like but they don't even Colonel, follow it. And, uh, Lieutenant Colonel and up, you know, yeah. like you you may have some sellouts in the enlisted ranks at the highest levels. Very, you know, few are there, but I mean, really, you're looking at guys who are looking at, you know, they're hedging their bets for careers not only inside the but military, outside. but you know, outside in right. terms of the military industrial complex. So they have six figure jobs and shit politics, Boeing. Yeah. Yep. Shane, Shane, do, you think, do you guys think that the the National Guard would take up arms. I mean, uh, I, I have seen some photos where they have magazines. I've seen some where they don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on. They it's used just... to. They did when they first got there. They now don't anymore. Now they're disarming them because yeah, they think they... they're going to take out Biden. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, 12, 12 have been removed from service in Washington, D.C. as of like uh, two hours ago because <laughs> they have something they in had, their background. They had, they had their MAGA patch, their little fucking... Uh, <laughs> no, I hope they whatever. got... I hope they got fighting mongoose patches out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. morale no, patch. no. <laughs> there's a, no such but, thing as but, bad pub. But it takes it. The, the, the thing is, is like they're probably massively unprepared. There will be a lot of them that probably wouldn't do anything, but it takes one. Right. You have one one person in the National Guard that shoots, uh, let's just say, a nonviolent Trump supporter. It's going to be very bad. <laughs> well, and at the same time, one National Guard person that gets fucked up by a Trump supporter, those yeah. people on the in the National Guard are going to defend their brother or sister in arms. Like yeah. that's just kind of how it goes and it's it's not so and you I mean it's how this whole year has played out. 
a whole year of just trying to turn one side on the other. And that's a very easy way to uh, turn the military against the people that are always on the military side. You know what I mean? Right. Where the, and it's very easy. Once they take one of their own, it's like, well, these people aren't even going to protect me. That is, that is a depressing as hell note. But uh, Shane, I know, has yeah. to run. So I got to jump, guys. Hey, uh, always always fun, brothers. I uh, appreciate it. And uh, thank you for having me on the platform. Uh, I'm sure we'll do this very soon once again. Appreciate it, brother. Have a, a good business meeting. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Um, <clears throat> okay, guys. Uh, so I... He sorry he had he had to run. No, quick, you're good. I, I'm trying to slam everything together. So I appreciate <laughs> your guys' flexibility. Um, we'll we'll talk for as long as you guys can go. I, I know you said you have to go in like a probably an hour, so that's great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So first off, military vets besides yourselves that are woke and red pilled and based as fuck, are they prepared to defend the American people if the military starts to basically hunt? MAGA supporters. Cause I know, I know there's a ton of MAGA people out there that feel like this is what's coming. It, am I fucking crazy to think that there's a decent enough of vet, uh, amount of vets that would actually uphold their oath to protect the people and not protect the government? Ah, oh, man, that, it's hard because you know, most, I feel like the majority of guys, especially ones that I know, they literally just want to be left alone and they're, but, you know, I also feel like a lot of them, uh, especially the ones that deal with you, whatever it is from their military experience, they have that feeling of sense, uh, a sense of right or morality and things like that. And I could very well see them, you know, doing doing something. Um, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, uh, grabbing their grabbing their guns and going to fight the good fight against the U.S. military industrial complex. But. Um, I think you see a lot more vets starting to speak out in the next, in the coming months. Okay. Well, let, let's hope. Typo, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I kind of think the same thing. I don't really, honestly, with right now, like we kind of already watched what happens when government becomes totalitarian in 10 months. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot more protest and stuff that happened during those times. And you saw like Boogaloo Boys and, proud boys probably has a lot of vets in them too you saw a lot of those protests and stuff but um i don't know i think oh i don't know with i think it would have to it had to be something more maybe multiple instances one major incident i don't know but i think i don't know i don't think i think luke's right when i'll say that more vets i think yeah for sure i think you'll see a lot of vets coming out speaking out against everything that Biden does and hopefully these wars. And, yeah. uh, well, but that, I don't, as I don't much as them picking up their guns anytime soon. Yeah, well, no. And I, and I'm, I actually am not advocating for them to do that. I'm, I'm advocating for them to do that. If it gets to the point of there being fucking internment camps, you know, yeah. like, I, well, I, I think, think that would, I, sure. yeah, I think, yeah, that would do it. I think anything like, uh, you see, I think if you see firing on us civilians, uh, on the Capitol from guardsmen, you see a very blatant and fuck you response from a lot of military vets, no matter when they served, whether it's Vietnam, Korea, Iraq, Afghanistan, Iraq one, Iraq two, like it doesn't matter. Okay. Like, I think, I think you see that. I mean, it's such, it, it's like you said earlier, whether regardless of what's, what's actually happening, 
um, in the capital uh, with the, the troops, the National Guardsmen. Um, the symbolism is very intense and it strikes a very big chord, um, mm-hmm. I think, in the in the United States. And so I think I would hope you, Jesus. Yeah, Christ, I would hope. And absolutely it should. Right. Like it should. Yeah. Um, we there's fucking movies about shit like this like yeah. <laughs> it probably strikes the conservative republican base that's not harder. veterans a lot harder than it strikes veterans yeah because in the veteran community we laugh off the 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 national guard all the time so it's very hard yeah. for us to take them as a threat <laughs> oh interesting okay well that that makes me feel better because i do take them as a threat because i am a fucking civilian normie and i and i'm like sixty-five thousand troops whether they're trained well or not is a fucking scary daunting force it, yeah it still very much is but i think the the, the culture and the military is so like that there's unity within like oh we're all military but there's huge division in that too of course. which kind of plays to the point where if you see um national guardsmen slaughtering civilians in on at the capitol you would probably even see a huge division within the military yeah it would be like what the fuck national guard and okay. people would be very like p- veterans would be very upset and then maybe you probably see a lot more national guardsmen being like i don't want to be a part of this I I would hope Jesus Christ. I I don't want to be, I don't want to be the ones murdering American citizens on our fucking capital. Like they'd be like, no, I did this for free college. I want to kill Americans. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, that's why I'm asking is because I don't know if you guys have listened to it yet, but I had Pete Quinones on last week and, and he was horrified. Like he, he really thinks that camps, I I said, do you, I asked him, I was like, do you think we'll have camps, you know, internment camps in five years? And he's like, no, five months. And I was like, fuck oh, i don't you know, know man i don't know about all that i you know i don't i and but at the same time like you ask you ask me in january of last year <laughs> exactly exactly and, you know so like i i can understand i have a very hard time for me personally like i go back and forth like i feel like i'm the doomer in this relationship with typo and i like i'm very much the shit's going yeah we're fucked we're fucked and you know i'm just living the good days until i can and then (laughs) you know i'm not gonna have any more good days and every day is gonna be a bad day um like i'm very much i feel like i feel like that a lot of times but at the same time i think the more doomer in me is that they can make this last forever like that'd be my own personal hell. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> where it's just like right on the, right on the precipice of really popping off, but it never does. Yeah. Right. And they just keep taking more and more and more and nobody does anything about it because it becomes the norm. And then it repeats and then there's peace and everybody's okay. And you kind of go through life and you get used to the new normal and then they lock it down and grip tighter. And I, I feel like, I feel like that's worse. And I feel like they're damn good at doing that. Yeah. And it's the, it's the frog in the pot, man. I mean, exactly. That, that's exactly how this, how 2020 was. It was right. like, like anyone that's awake or anyone that's a doomer, like you and I was like, this is fucked because if you allow them to lock us down for 15 days, they're going to do it for a year. They might do it for more. And sure enough, we're 309 days into lockdowns. I mean, yeah. granted well, my- it's not widespread. It's not everywhere, but it's uh, I mean, I'm in California, so I've been right. fucking legitimately locked down for 309 days. I am losing my fucking mind <laughs> fellas. Like this is really, really bad news. So I'm just trying to make sure that if it comes down to it 
And if there is a point where it comes down to it, that the military will not turn against the American people. I mean, they, they know Trump supporters. They have to know the cathedral is lying when they describe them as white supremacists. Do they not? Please tell me they do. No, they do. But the U.S. military will, people will go to who's paying them. Like, it sounds horrible. Fuck that. But sick. I think that the, the thing is, so like the big thing is you don't need the whole U.S. military. You don't. You need the smart and the bright. And those are the people that get out of the military or the people that are doing one. They're like, fuck this. I'm doing one term in the military and I'm out. And you have certain guys, you know, that do recon and things like that. You know, Marines, Marine Corps, special operations, um, you know, your Navy SEALs, things like that. Those are very bright spots in, in the military itself. But what I'm saying is like the majority of people that are intelligent and um, are free thinkers and can understand problems and go through them themselves and without relying on somebody telling them how to get through something, they get out of the military. They do. They absolutely do okay. because, because they fucking hate it because you can't do that stuff in the military. So it seems so, as if it seems as if the active military would be a bigger threat, but the, the retired military would be a defender of us probably. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. And at the same time, I think we'd see larger than normal defection rates and all the rebellions or, coups and things like that that you see um across the world whether it's in the united states you know during the uh american revolution or any of those things defection rates in most of those i think it was like two to three percent jared used to fucking quote the number off of his head um our third co-host but uh you know i think we see and we've talked about it before even with jared and i think you see 10 percent in today's u.s military because a lot of people aren't like a lot of people now they've diluted the problem with the u.s military is they've diluted what the u.s military was meant to be and that was a fighting force for pride and for you know the country and blah 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 blah. right but now you get free healthcare benefits um college and it's things a like job that. Yeah. and a lot of people join it for those things yeah no for sure that's true typo you're since you're not as as uh, Doomer Blackpilled as he and I. Give, give me the op optimistic take. Take me, give me the white pill, buddy. Uh, well, I think, dude, the amount of times that we've I've openly discussed conspiracy theories about what the US government has done, I've done it more in the military than I've ever done anywhere else in my life. And I have run an anarchist podcast. So, <laughs> like, the, and, and then the common people here every day, like I, I know lefties and I know people on the right and they're more open to talk about conspiracy theories. I think they're more interested in conspiracy theories than what's actually going on. Right. And because they know they're being lied to, whether they, yeah. they don't necessarily know what's what is true and what isn't, but they know that they're not getting the truth. So, yeah. So I think that there's a lot of that happening throughout the country. And I think it happens. Um, I mean, I think there's probably some veterans that are fucking huge supporters of cumin on of sure. course yeah of course and i'm sure that I, and most of them are trump supporters that i i, I mean if there's anything possible i don't think it's anytime soon things okay. have to really mellow out before like they can just yeah i i just do not see anything like them putting in us internment camps or somehow using the military i think the defraction rate would be much higher in my opinion um, I think that, I mean, with, with everything, like it's, it's just so broad and open in people's eyes, mm -hmm. like them banning Trump off Twitter 
it, it wasn't just like uh, we we knew we talk about this stuff all the time, right, but it was right. very obvious for like some normal person to be like, what the fuck? Like they banned the president of the United <laughs> States and he's still president. Right. And so I think it's just the more they they do and the more that it becomes obvious and they think they can get away with it. But even people on the left like are starting like there's there's huge amounts of people on the left, I think that don't just blindly support Democrats. They might go vote them, but they don't just necessarily blindly follow them. They, I think they're very skeptic, skeptical of like, like the, the Hillary Clinton. Like, I don't think she's very popular. And yeah. well, I don't think Biden is either, but he allegedly and, got 80 million votes. So it's like, I always have this conflicting thing yeah. of like, like, okay, I think that more people in this country are awake than uh, you might perceive, mm-hmm. but, but, then I then I look at the voting results and I'm like, more people voted for Joe Biden, the yeah architect of the Patriot Act and the you know the 1994 crime bill. It just it just doesn't add up to me. So I I always have to ask myself, is this just my own bubble that is making me perceive this incorrectly? It, I mean, the fact that I I have to reassess and and question my my you know preconceived notions because I never thought that the American people would accept a 15-day lockdown, much less to a 309-plus infinity lockdown. So I don't have any, like, my entire worldview has been upended. So I'm trying to, like, recalibrate and actually understand what I'm up against. Like, I don't know what the fucking American people will will put up with anymore. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the hugest downfall is because, again, uh, like you said a year ago, I, w- I wouldn't have thought America would put up with it. But... uh but I just don't think like like these things that are happening that they're enforcing on us aren't necessarily violent. Um, at least a lot of like it's people that are just complying, they just right. comply. So, but, but we're we're like I I fear that we would comply with orders to get on train cars. Like I really feel like there's a chance that there's a huge percentage of this country. I, Americans are so privileged. And most of like literally the people that even say that they're really involved in politics and maybe they don't want to give a like get like maybe they want all these social programs. Even them want to be left alone by the government in some sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they want their free health care. They want the government to provide everything for them, but they don't want the government harassing them. Yeah. And the same with Trump supporters like they they want their government to just take their money blindly and they don't even understand what comes out of their paycheck so it goes to like cops or the police force so they'll do all the protecting for us mm-hmm. but once you actually start like like nothing you can enforce like s- tell people to stay in their homes and but people are like everyone most people are pretty comfortable with their home environment we got all the fucking technology you can just br- like brainwash yourself on on netflix or twitter or facebook <laughs> for hours on and like it, that's fine but once you like take people from that privilege those fucking privileges that we we are consumed by it's right. not going to work out very well people yeah. are- see the thing with with that is is i think people people right now are scared just in general just overwhelmingly whether it's of the pandemic of the government of other people doing whatever you know people are scared dude and i haven't thought I, about the pandemic in like 45 days i've been so scared about the government shit <laughs> <laughs> right but like you know people are scared in general and i think the problem and this is the doomer in me but the problem is people are already scared and they're going along with things that probably like normally they probably wouldn't have gone along with um five six years ago For uh, sure. but the thing is is like i think that you are kind of correct in in the sense that if they do put people in internment camps it was it's going to be 
They came for the socialists, but I didn't say anything because it wasn't me. They came for the communists and I didn't say anything because it wasn't me. Right. And, you know, like I feel and that's kind of what's happening right now in a sense when you see parlors fucking shit getting doxxed right. all over the Internet. And now and an open investigation to everybody that supported Trump at any point in time starting with the u.s military which yep. apparently they can fucking all of a sudden go through the entire u.s military or the national guards records um in you know a week's time to decide and on who's good and who's not good and just get rid of them and just be like nope you can't be here for the inauguration yeah, uh it's it's fucking crazy man so I- like that that's my thing where it's like i think people like yeah i want to say that the american population is going to step up and you know, do these things. But I, I, I think history repeats itself and I think we're seeing history repeat itself. Yeah, no, I, I think you're, you're totally right that, that we are maybe, seeing history repeat itself. Oh, sorry. Type what's up. Maybe like, maybe later I'm ta- I was more talking in like the immediate future. So like, well, I'm not months- saying, in, I'm not saying five months from now, but I'm saying in the next, I think you, I, if what happens with the part, like, I think the big thing, the deciding factor is what happens with this parlor thing. Um, if we start seeing Trump supporters or the Capitol Hill supporters getting detained and taken from their homes while everybody else is still in lockdown, you are like, we have a major problem that's going to surface in the United States of America, because if they can do it, then they can do it whenever they want. During well, Biden's presidency? During Biden's presidency, if they, I said, if they, I said, if they do, I didn't say they would. I said, if they do it during Biden's presidency, because they're already opening the investigation. If they start doing, doing it during Biden's uh, presidency, almost said pregnancy, presidency. Yeah, we have a fucking major problem in the United States. I don't know if that'll happen, but I, I think that it's a possibility. I I think it is. And, And just to add to, you know, a little fuel to that fire. Um, you said that if they start to arrest capital protesters, they already I know have. They have. Yeah. yeah, they already have. I know they have. And, I mean, they're they're basically at this point, from what I've seen, it looks as if they're just going after the figureheads, like the people that went viral with their photos right. and shit. And but, I can understand that. But it, like yeah. I'm saying, if they start coming after... If they go after people with just fucking parlor accounts, yeah. I had a parlor account. If they come after me, I'm not even a fucking MAGA person. Like, yeah. that would be insane. Um, but to, to your point about the, you know, first they came for the communists and I didn't say anything. And then first they came to the da da and then I didn't say anything. And then they came for me and there was no one else to protect me. Well, normally when you do that, you go after a very small minority. So like, for, for example, they start with Alex Jones. He wasn't, I mean... He's, he's a big guy in our world, but he's, he's also a, a minority. He's a person. So it's like right. you can attack at that low level. Um, but then, then they, they leaped so aggressively to the sitting president of the United States. And it's like, to me, I, the, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think the reason why they could and they can get away with it is because Trump is so divisive. Like, this, yeah, divisive. Man, he I, is. I, And you know what? Like a lot of people don't may not agree with that fact in our sphere, but he is. He honestly, no, no, no. I I agree. He is. I mean, that's what I loved about him. I know, but that's what you (laughs) loved about him. But what I'm saying is like the people can understand even normal fucking everyday people that don't think that it's okay for Twitter to ban the president of the United States off off of that platform can be like, but I can kind of understand because it's Trump. Yeah, that's interesting. And half of Americans 
probably don't give two shits about social media. Well, I don't, that was an example. That was such a small example. It was an analogy for the overwhelming majority well, of people that honestly are like, fuck Trump. I don't really care yeah. about Trump and I don't vote for the Democratic Party, but I'm not voting for Trump. I'm, that's I'm why 48% of the United States still didn't vote this last election. Yeah, that's why I'm playing. To, I'm playing to your point that like this is why like nothing really happened from it because like I mean half of America does like probably doesn't give a shit what goes on social media. Well, like, but, I don't think a lot of Trump supporters are even on Twitter. <laughs> well, I, of course, of course that's true. But but my point is that if they can go after the most powerful quote unquote man on earth, mm-hmm. the president of the United States, no one is safe. I mean that yeah. that's that's the signal I took from it. And and back to the the other point about the you know, them having kind of a Patriot Act II homegrown terrorist bill with 20,000 words that was written in a single night, wink, because it was obviously prepared for years yeah. in advance, just waiting to be implemented. Um, the fact that they didn't roll that out as Antifa controlled cities for months, but then you have the right wing rise up for a few hours, but it's in their, it's in their neck of the woods. It's no longer private businesses. It's no longer some fucking stupid leftist town in Portland. It is now their their backyard that's when that's when they actually get serious about things and and what concerns me about the whole like first they came from the communists and i said nothing and da, da, da. well they're not they're not fucking around with like first we came for antifa you know antifa is five percent of the population at most probably two um i mean five percent would be like people that actually agree yeah, with yeah. them ideologically yeah. right um no, so, they're like, first we'll come for the GOP. Yeah, they're like, first we'll come for half of this fucking country, dude. Yeah. Like, that is such a huge swing. Like, it, it's so brazen. It. It's so brazen and fucking bold that it makes me really scared. Like, and they're doing it. Uh, they are doing it, and it's very scary to me because they aren't going after a minority that isn't a danger. They're going after 75 million people, many of them armed, many of them fucking passionate, devout followers in their orange Jesus, and they are doing it with complete reckless abandon. What the fuck is their game plan? Like, what are they doing? If you're gonna, if you're gonna go after, if you're gonna slowly round up all of the dissidents, you don't fucking label seventy-five million people terrorists. Like, you think you'd start with the anarchists. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, so what? And they, 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 have you seen both sides like absolutely throw shade at anarchists for like the oh, last the last me, year? Crazy. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. The last year, dude. They call the Antifa anarchist. I think they, they call it like, the Capitol Hill insurrectionist yeah, anarchist. anarchist. Like, Basically, oh, every everything we're not is yeah. what everyone's well, getting labeled. And so, like, uh, like there's one thing that Typo and I always talk about, and, and is it are these people? And Typo brings it up very well, and he's like, "Are these people nefarious? Are they just fucking stupid?" Yeah. And it uh, like it's it's hard to fucking tell. It's hard to fucking tell. Either they've had this plan forever and they know exactly how it's going to play out because they are fucking evil masterminds, right? Or they're just stupid. And you know, I I'm let's, the let's one, pray they're stupid. Yeah, let's pray they're stupid, and this whole thing fucking backfires. And I think that's kind of what typo goes with the most of the time. I think he thinks that they're they're just stupid and it's going to backfire on them. Um, and I'm kind of the one where it's like I think. The people that are controlling everything are nefarious and the majority of the U.S. government is stupid, stupid. I I think I I think it's the government that's stupid. I think the government's stupid and then they're I don't know, whoever pays them are the ones that are like smart. Exactly. 
No, I think that's totally right. I mean, uh, that's why that's why I've been railing against the the tech companies. Yeah, as I saw that. Yeah, because because I, I'm very. I believe deeply that the tech companies are filled with some of the smartest people on earth and they are, everything they're doing is extraordinarily calculated. So when people go, Oh no, they're just ideologically fucking crazy. And that's, that's why they're banning anyone who's right or right leaning or anarchist or whatever, or a Trump supporter. I'm like, no, no, they're not doing it. They're not doing it on ideological grounds. I don't buy it for a second. You do not do that with a public company. You do not sacrifice $10 billion in market cap. If you haven't you know, discussed and negotiated an agreement with the sitting government or the incoming government that you are going to benefit tremendously from this arrangement. And I can't why come you, to any other conclusion, honestly. Yeah. Why do you think Jack is so involved in Bitcoin? Well, yeah, sure. Typo. Am Zuckerberg I crazy? is too. White, white pill me. Tell, me. tell me that the tech companies are just ideological idiots. I can't tell you that, dude. Okay, <laughs> I can't okay. tell you that. But the, <laughs> well, I think the good thing, though, that comes out of them, um, yeah, they probably have some fucking sick deal with the state. You probably, I don't know, year, two years, three years, who knows when they'll benefit, but they'll probably get some sort of like kickback from the state for doing that or the establishment. Um, Seems likely, yeah. I really hope that that with them just outright banning Donald Trump and then a, a shit ton, like 70,000 accounts right after that. I think that's, it, it's enough for them to like, uh, people will flee it and maybe they have power now and they can control what we see on our social media, but them overstepping their bounds in a lot of people's eyes is going to force an, an alternative social media and it's going to be like the cool thing now. Yeah, well, everyone's I, going to wherever the fuck. I mean, that, that's that been our dream and that's been our hope. But um, and obviously Parler was junk. I didn't even like it. But but it was still presented as an alternative of free a free speech platform. And they fucking ripped its heart out in its infancy. And, you know, and like fuck, dude, like and the shit that well, Parler was a fucking psyop. <laughs> I think so, too. But yeah, but like, still, the fact that they ripped it, they, the, the fact that they ripped its heart out um it, it's uh, to me it's obviously uh, putting a chilling effect on I, any on any capital you'd want to put into a free free speech platform like as a business person and you that's why i think these people are nefarious they knew exactly yeah, what it would do exactly they could rip the heart out and then get everybody freaked out about joining the next one well not not just joining the next one but even fucking putting the capital into to start a new Starting one like, a new one as because an they investor fucking yeah. de-platform that's, your shit that's huge but i i mean maybe i have too much faith in human intuition but i really feel like it's a huge market for someone to take advantage of like if there's not some tech genius looking at what's happening and being like i can make shit ton of money off of off of creating a blockchain social media or right. or going to a blockchain social media work for like i i really really believe that there's it's going to be something that it's going to be wild and weird and they're probably going to label it as racist and filled with you know, terrorists that look at the anarchist cookbook, but <laughs> as long as they can't know. pull the plug on it, it's, it's, it's a great idea. And it's a great product that you just, it has to be unplug pullable at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, like they have to, it has to be blockchain. It has to be decentralized or else they will continue to use their, their now, you know, new bag of tricks, which is to deplatform other platforms that are competing with platforms that are deplatforming. I, yeah. like it, I was yeah. gonna say is it i'm a little ignorant but if it's a blockchain it can't be like deleted like your profile can't be taken down is as that long as idea? long as the as long as the blockchain is um 
is you know widespread enough like you would have to have probably tens of thousands of computers usually like with bitcoin you have to have uh the majority of the nodes that are running the bitcoin blockchain um you have to have them all controlled because they all get votes on on validating bitcoin transactions it would be the same thing with a a social media platform built on the same platform is that uh you would have to have more than 50 percent of the nodes or whatever auditing service is using to actually back the processing behind it you would have to have them in control by a single person and then and then they could modify it to boot people and all that shit um so that that's my concern is that like and i think that's the main reason that bitcoin has been so successful is that because it got the blue water to start where there was no competition mm-hmm. and no one actually knew what the fuck it was there was no incentive to own you know half of it to be able to control right. it so it got to be held in so many hands. It was like a fun thing to do for a lot of people. Right, right. And and now it's held by so many people that you'll never be able to get 51% ownership in a single person's hands, which means that it will be decentralized forever, which is awesome. Um, I don't know if you can do that with a, a social media platform. This is above my pay grade, but that's what's necessary. Like that's what we have to have. And if we can't get that, then we're fucking doomed to not only suppression on media, you know, major media, but also on social media. So I, I just think that if we can't, if we can't work our way around this, um, we're doomed. But I, I agree with you, Typo. I think it's likely that we will work our way around it. I'm just not sure it'll come fast enough. You know, that's true. I, I don't. I don't. I have no idea how long it takes to fucking do all the market for this and 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 spread that fast. I have no idea. But I, I just, I feel like someone's gonna try, and uh, yeah. I don't know how long it'll take. But I think. I think we'll start to see something that's like really alternative, be the new cool and people will be flooding too. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of money if they can figure it out. So, Oh yeah. There's a, there's a fucking giant market for it. And yeah, that's my whole thing is I'm not saying that I know exact timetables on when shit's going to happen like that. Honestly, at this point it's impossible. I mean, the world shut down in two, in two weeks. So, um, you know, I have no fucking idea. And I think that's what worries me is that, mm-hmm. If they can shut that shut that down in two weeks, then they can put people. They can start rounding people up in two weeks, mm-hmm. and you know that's why I think it's that's probably why I'm in the mindset I am. Um, and you know I hope for the best in humanity and human intuition, and I hope they realize these things are absolutely horrendous and civil rights violations all over the fucking place, but. Uh, the more and more people that I interact with, whether it's on social media or not social media, it seems like, yeah, they have a problem with things, but they don't, they don't have the right problem. Like they don't have the right issue. They don't have it narrowed down to the correct thing. Yeah. That is a Um, problem. And I think that's, that's what is the most worrisome to me is that it's not so much that um, they're like, yeah, that's a cat. And I'm like, yeah, it's a black cat. That's bad luck. Like everybody knows that. And they're like, no, it's, 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 you know, it looked at me weird. And it's like, (laughs) it's like, well, fuck dude. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fucking fix that for you. It's a cat, Um, but it's black. That's bad luck. And they're like, that's racist. And it's like, fuck dude. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. Like it, it, it's a saying. Yeah. They're, they're seeing the world a totally different way. I I agree. Um, and, and speaking of and seeing, that's what's worrisome. No, it is. It is very worrisome. And speaking of seeing the world a totally different way, uh, you guys, I know you said you saw my uh, my war today. I, I I tend not to go to war with people online because I'm kind of past that in my life, to be honest. But um, I had some people that I respect that that went after me, so I, I felt the need to defend myself or at least explain myself better. I I really believe that we are so outmanned and so outnumbered 
and so outgunned um, and so up against it with so little time left that it is almost obligatory that we ally with some people that we would otherwise fucking despise. And, and people refuse to even consider it to a large extent. I mean, obviously the comments are already always negative. So um, I'm not saying that the majority hated it, but I I got, you know, a hundred likes and probably a hundred comments. So it it was definitely an even split. Uh, What is your feeling when I say that perhaps we should not necessarily ally with the commies, but we should allow them to destroy our enemies when they are a shared enemy. I want to radicalize everybody as much to their fucking corner as possible. Okay. So you're, you're the Aaron T T L E. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we had him on and um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's the only way Um, it's not an, it's not an ally thing. It's uh, we see a problem. We both have this. Yeah. It, yeah. It can come down to survival, but I think it's, like you said, use your, use your fucking enemies. Like yeah. use your enemies to do the will of yourself. Like yeah. if they, they've been doing it to us forever. And honestly, the fucking commies have been more successful than any fucking yeah. right anarchist leaning group. And I always say like, people probably uh, say that I'm right. Like I'm a right leaning anarchist or whatever, right leaning libertarian. I honestly don't give a shit. Like if you want capitalism, do capitalism, like fuck do it. As long as there's no one telling me what I have to do, I don't give a fuck. I might go join a communist or a socialist fucking commune. Like, why not? Like, I could do anything. Like, I can, I get along with people. I understand how, like, if everybody works together and I agree with that format, then, I mean, we live in a socialist fucking apartment right here. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, um, and, and so like, I, I have no problem. I think that we need to push everybody as far into the four corners of their, of our fucking political compass. That is the most well-known political compass right now, I think as possible. And um, because honestly that those are the extremes and the extreme we're fighting is the centrist right. of the centrist. Well, I mean, I think it's extreme to, to want, you know, war and to have everyone locked down but i get your point uh the mo- the, the so-called moderates are the ones that are running shit even though they're not moderate at all uh typo what do you think about it well i think it's i mean i really don't know but i don't know i don't like the idea of siding with commies as much because you know if they ever take power we'll probably be the first ones on the wall of course but- i don't know i mean it seems like it's the more polarized that this country gets the uh better it seems that we can lead into a succession. Yeah, I don't. That, that's exactly my point. And yeah. and like people, people are taking it literally as opposed to tactically. Like what yeah. I'm explaining is a tactical kind of game theory warfare type um, ideology, where yeah. where I I'm obviously not advocating that we allow communists to come into the Libertarian Party. I mean, yeah. what the fuck are we even talking about? Obviously, I don't believe that. But I'm saying when the communists are calling for Jeff Bezos's head and Jeff Bezos owns the Amazon servers and the Amazon servers are pulling the plug on Parler, maybe we should let them go after Jeff Bezos. You know, like oh, yeah. I'm not going to stop him. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But but people are like the knee jerk reaction is to say, ah, the communists will kill you. It's like, yeah, I know they want to fucking kill me, dude. I'm a rich white guy. That's straight. Obviously, I'm dead <laughs> as fuck if they if they get any power. So, yeah, I know. I know they're going to kill me. OK, I get it. Motherfuckers like I'm not an idiot. But at the same time, 
if if, if they're gonna go kill him fuck yeah, it why not yeah yeah okay. uh, well go wink go go call me go <laughs> it's not like it's not like you're like it's like the saying like an enemy of my enemy is my friend you're not saying he's he's your friend no you're not saying I'm that at saying all i'm not gonna fuck i'm saying the him. enemy of my enemy has some fucking value in this fight potentially like that's all i'm saying and and i think that there's a knee-jerk reaction because we are so ideologically opposed to communists, which I am as well. Let me state that explicitly for no apparent reason since it's so fucking obvious, but I'll say it anyways. I hate them. All right, now that I've got that out of the way, I think that there is some value in using their energy and their uh, populist agenda that goes after fucking corporations that are absolutely shredding the Bill of Rights and just saying, hey, let these fucking idiots destroy these other assholes and sure. we'll be ahead. And everyone's like, nah, that one, that'll never work. I'm like, okay, well then what the fuck's the plan? Give me a plan B. No one has a plan B. I'm like, what do we do to fucking beat these tech giants? Vote, vote. Yeah. yeah. Someone on. actually said, someone actually said that to me today. They're like, oh, no, vote, we gotta, man. we gotta vote these people out. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause we haven't been trying that for fucking 250 years. Like, yeah. come on. We have to think a little bit more aggressively. And that's why I had all of you guys on. That's why I've had fucking Pete Quinones on. Like, that's why I've had Aaron from TLE. Like, I am, I am talking to the most radical amongst us because I think it's what's necessary in this moment. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. is it not? I, I yeah, mean, I think, sure. and, and you know what? Like, I think Typo has a good point where he says, I don't think it's happening anytime soon. And, I, and you know, honestly, it, it might fucking not and whatever. Not willing, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm willing to plant the fucking seeds, though. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Like I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to move. I think Aaron says it best. He's like, I'm willing to move the Overton window as far pos- as far as it possibly can go. Mm-hmm. Just so the ideas at some point seem fucking normal. Like right. that's the new normal because we've been pounding it into so many people's heads for so long that they're just like, Oh, that's not really that crazy of an idea. And then, you know, um, in Minecraft, Jeff Bezos's head ends up on a, like a platter, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's, whatever like shit happens i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna shed tears over it but i'll move on with my fucking day to day and make sure <laughs> like i'm not next on the fucking chopping block yeah like the the sad thing is is that and this is exactly what i'm talking about is that the commies have used us to defend big business they have they have allowed us to run cover for these corporations that don't give a fuck about us and have been screwing us over, been deplatforming us, been, you know, like literally feeding information to the federal government to fucking hunt us down. And we're going to run cover for these companies. Like yeah. how unbelievably self-defeating is that? Like if I'm, if I'm considering not working with a communist, but allowing a communist to do my bidding, how is that not less bad than than yeah. running cover for these companies that are fucking destroying our lives like that's I, capitalism's fucking god at work bitch yeah that's like, what i'm saying you'll, you'll yeah you'll see people that will like bitch and complain that like trump got banned on facebook on facebook right <laughs> yeah. like you know I, I i still use facebook and fucking all that shit and yeah. i but I, I bitch about censorship on twitter so yeah, yeah. i mean i'm, I'm a hypocrite yeah. too but it's it's but it's just one of those things where it's like you're or or you complain about like Jeff Bezos having you know he was the richest guy for a while and making all this money during the lockdown as you're ordering your groceries through Amazon exactly <laughs> and that, and that's like, the point because these these companies have such 
unbelievable dominance because they work with the government. And then we allowed the government to lock us down, which added to the amount of online transactions that are occurring, which put more money to their bottom line, which then reinforced their willingness to work with the government. It is a virtuous self-destructing cycle. And I, if I can't get that fucking message across to the libertarian community of all people, yeah. then we are yeah. truly fucked because you guys should understand this. And I, if I can't get, you know, Mac or any of these anarchists to understand it, I have no fucking chance of convincing the normies. Like exactly. None. Well, my yeah. my whole thing is like I'm tired of arguing the point that these companies aren't fucking private businesses. I know like, these, these corporations I, aren't fucking private. The yeah. amount of the amount of money that they get, regardless of how small it comes into towards their revenue stream, I don't give a shit. I don't care if you know Amazon makes fucking. I don't. I can't even tell tell you the number. Let's say it's seven hundred billion, and they only get three million in. Um, tax sub subsidies from the U.S. government. Right. I mean, it, those aren't the numbers, but like, let's say it's that minus they get a hundred thousand dollars from the U.S. government. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I didn't say that money should go to Amazon. No. So like, that's not a private business anymore in my eyes. Yeah. And, and you know, and you know, most most businesses wouldn't be private businesses because of the way tax breaks have worked and things like that. But that's the whole point that this whole system is fucked. And I'm not going to carry water for these giant fucking corporations exactly. that will just go around and screw me over for the top dollar, which is the U.S. government. Yep. Exactly. And and they get on top of money, they also get protection, like yeah. the. These big companies get serious protection and, and they, they don't get fucked with when it comes to antitrust lawsuits, which I don't support for the record. I don't, right. think, I don't think having the government break these companies up is going to solve it because no. they fucking own our government. So like, I would be a fool to think that that's the case. But I do think that there's a chance that if you use the enemies on the left to attack our enemies in corporations, that there's a chance that we might be able to dismantle some of this and... and you know, claw back an ounce of our free speech, an ounce of our freedom to fight this system meaningfully. If we don't do it, this is my honest belief. If we don't do it and now, we're going to all be deplatformed. You, I, oh, yeah. all, all of us. Like the going I mean, to the they, dark web. Yeah, Pete. Pete got <laughs> suspended today from Twitter. Yep. Um, he had an episode pulled down from iTunes, the one with Aaron from TLE. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, movie. I've had platforms to, or I've had uh, episodes. My episode with him disappeared from Dude, iTunes. For yo, how are we still alive? Like, I, I don't understand. Honestly, like, it's right, just, so we didn't get touched on Instagram when everybody got fucked over on Instagram. We didn't get touched. Like great. not like we got unpublished on Facebook, but we barely used it anyway. So it was like, whatever to us. Right. Um, I've never been uh banned on twitter there's, I'm too, there's I'm, too many coincidences people are gonna think we're a part of the deep <laughs> yeah i know i'm speaking i'm well and, or i'm speaking a self-fulfilling prophecy right now and we're just gonna get fucked in like two weeks yeah, but you know like we we haven't and i don't know what it is i mean we we thought we figured out instagram because we don't post shit underneath our our memes like a lot of people post like a whole bunch of hashtags oh, right, right, right. and or a saying and we don't really post shit underneath them so we thought we got away with that but some of our memes where we did that they uh, there was one I, and we got we got it twice it, one in each year and it was a 9-11 meme and it's not even that bad of a 9-11 meme like, by, <laughs> it was like the weakest like, one we shared <laughs> yeah it was like the weakest one we shared but like that one was just like we put it up two minutes later it was like it wasn't even reported they just 
they, it's like they had the photo saved from last year. This is how like, this is how I know you guys are based as fuck. It's not even that bad of a 9-11 meme. <laughs> well, well, Facebook basically, like, we we don't even use Facebook anymore because Facebook got super pissed when we started sharing Kyle Rittenhouse memes. Yeah, they, they were pissed about that. Off real quick. Uh, yeah, they, and, they, and we didn't get kicked off. We're still on Facebook, and you can still find us on Facebook, but it's, like, harder to find us, and we don't show up in, like, people's news feeds as much. Like, they basically right. just, like, soft-blocked us, I guess. Yeah. Um. But like the, the thing is, is like our, our our episodes are still up, and like I haven't had any problems with uploading to new servers. I just I just uploaded our podcast to a whole bunch of new um, podcatchers the other day, and not a single fucking problem. Not who's a single your, fucking who's your host? Anchor, Anchor, which is huh? still another fucking mainstream ass. Yeah, like it's a main like it's not like we're using like uh like what Libsyn used to be when it when everything first came out or anything else. Like Spotify hasn't taking us down the only thing that anchor does to us is like we don't get any sponsorship opportunities from anchor and that's probably because of how we talk and things like that every episode we upload i put an explicit label on and it says it's explicit in all labeled as a comedy podcast too yeah and you know maybe that's why we get away with some of the things but at the same time it's just like Fuck, I'm going to have to shift my labeling. I, I have news and politics. I'm going to be comedy from now on. Yeah, so I put our main one is comedy and then our secondary is politics <laughs> and uh, military. But, you know, like I don't and I think with all this is what I'm going after is like we have to we're going to have to at some point it's going to come. It's going to come to us. Yeah, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're looking at getting a website. Um, we're looking at alternatives. You know, uh, I think the buzz uh whatever buzz something or other that shane uh keeps talking about uh it's another social media platform i guess it's got a learning curve on it so that's going to be a fucking bitch to learn but um you know we're going to have to find alternatives fuck i'll start sending out flash drives in a geotagged location and (laughs) go find it um but you know like we're we're it's going to come to this at some point regardless because we're at this point in time we're we're the gop of the rest of the party so the gop to the democrats they've always this especially the last four years they've been trying to play catch up they've been trying to play like defense um they haven't played any offense at all Mm -hmm. and so like now we we got to get ahead of the game or we're going to fail the same fate that the gop has and i honestly think the gop the way it's going right now the gop might be fucking dead well, God willing, it is honestly because yeah, to be uh, fair, then then people might actually consider um, a third party. And I, at this point, I'm not even convinced it'll be the LP. But as as you guys know, I'm once I move, I'm going to join the Mises Caucus with you as well, and and try and fucking radicalize these pussies into actually doing something. Because I I like I, you can tell in my voice, I, I am fucking horrified at the the station that we're in um, as a nation, as a people, as freedom loving human beings. You know, like. It's just, I can feel, and, and the only thing that gives me pause or gives me you know, comfort is that my entire life, I've been two to five years ahead of, the, ahead of the curve. Like, that's just how I am. So my hope is that even though I feel like this is imminent, we have two to five years. And yeah. if that's the case, I can possibly get myself in a position to survive it. If I'm wrong, and this shit has actually sped up um, as much as it feels like, then I'm probably too late already. In which case, Isn't I guess I should just relax. Like, man? Isn't that what it feels like? Like uh, any moment, like shit's about to go down. Yes. Oh yeah, like any day, like uh, yeah, every day it's like fuck, man. What's every gonna time happen? I walk outside, it's like it's weird because like 
and maybe that maybe this is our own fault for like how deep we are into like the internet and and podcasting and the people we talk to right that, like, you look online sometimes and it's like jesus fucking christ dude the world's in shambles we're all gonna fucking die and i go to the gas station and say hi to the clerk and it's he's like how was work today and i'm like oh it was fine and i just leave and i'm like (laughs) so it's like this weird but then but then when you have certain instances with people and they like uh then they're worried too and they'll openly like when i go to like i went to the barber shop like literally right around the corner here and that's all all she wanted to talk about was politics like immediately she's she's a huge trump fan and that's all she wanted to talk about yeah and and then that's how a lot of people are like, it's like our culture is now like so politically based. It's oh, like, it's instead of like focusing on if on it was politically based, we'd be all right. <laughs> and well, yeah, I mean, before, <laughs> this is what's wild. And that's why I think there's going, there has to be some sort of change because one, like Trump brought a shit ton of attention to politics. Like it was so boring Mostly because it was fun. Yeah, well, that too, and it put a fire in the GOP, and they finally have someone they can actually like proudly support. Like, no one was wearing Mitt fucking Romney hats or the Jeb Bush. Please clap. Who was who? Who ran before John McCain? Like, no one. Uh, fucking well, liked. John McCain had no. John McCain had some fucking following in the GOP. Well, I'm he sure did. he did in Arizona. I don't. I don't remember a lot of Illinois people being very excited about john mccain i don't know i don't i was well, yeah he sucks he was a pow how do you get <laughs> caught <laughs> but but now with like the lockdowns it's like people want you know they want the update of like when we get the fuck out of these lockdowns so they gotta look at politics it's like well this side saying we can open this side saying we can't to like i don't know virus scary so like i think it's so focused on politics right now that like people are like i don't think it can just go back to like oh joe biden takes over and like resume peaceful existence here in america while we destroy third world countries like i I don't think you can just go back to that anymore i think man i I hope i almost hope we can (laughs) like in a way you know that's that's how scared i am is that i'm like i really liked it a lot better when we were destroying other countries and not our own you know right yeah because the alternative is fucking worse and you know you know fuck we just watched that movie typo i can't remember what it's called um the one that we watched last night uh, while we're talking about it, I'll look it up. But but the the movie is basically like it's set it's set 16 years from now, and it's like a cyborg um, that we made that's uh, using human. He's just going about his fucking business to try and um, take out a third rate terrorist in a Eastern Euro- European country, and he's using a shitbag fucking drone pilot to do it. <laughs> and in, anyways, the 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 thing was that the it seemed like this robot goes fucking rogue so spoilers for all of you fuckers that haven't watched it yet it's on netflix but the the reason I watched, why i watched it two days ago i know exactly okay what you're you know about. what i'm talking about all right yeah. um so for all the people that haven't the, the robot goes fucking rogue and um you know he realizes that he's the threat to humanity because he realizes that um the United States, whether it's you or not, it doesn't matter who, really, it didn't matter who it was that had the technology. As long as they had the technology and things were being fought by robots in other countries and every, and human people were collateral damage. Yeah. Um, and as long as human people were referenced as collateral damage, that nobody was going to give a shit and that it would continue on until basically the population killed itself. And it wasn't, it didn't go that in depth, but like that was the very much carry on from this plot. And 
you know, he's going to bomb the United States with these nukes that he took from the third rate terrorist and uh, bomb the United States so that they realize that they shouldn't make these things because he was a rogue robot when he really wasn't because he thought he was doing the right thing. But regardless, <laughs> it, the whole thing, that whole part is irrelevant. The, the thing that's important is that when it's not affecting us directly, we are more willing to let it go by and act like it's not that big of a deal. And now we're seeing it come to fruition and bite us in the fucking ass. It didn't have to be a nuclear attack on American soil. It happened to be the United States government getting way too big and way too fucking bullish on themselves. And, you know, either we're going to fight it or we're going to sit by and let it put us in train cars and go off to our fucking camps and die in a horribly horrendous way. And fuck for once for me, send fucking bachelors. I'm not going out that way. Dude, when that scene, when that uh, blonde Ukrainian, I forgot her name, when she was like, it's time, it was like, you're going to kill millions of people. And she's like, it's just collateral damage. And I was like, a part of me was like, don't do that. That's evil. But I understand. But at the same time, it's like, and (laughs) and that's 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 so fucked up to think, though. But the biggest problem is like, do you go, do you go the distance where you become exactly what you've been fighting against? Right. The entire time, because at that point you've lost because what's the fucking yeah. point? Yeah, but yeah. I understand that. I'm no, just saying no, no, I get I get you. I but, you know, felt that like I yeah. was like, I like I, I fucking totally against this, but I understand why it's like that. Why it's like people are like when they attacked us on 9-11. It's like before I was like, oh, they're fucking crazy Muslims. They're fucking getting getting crazy over their fucking goats. Like this is what I used to say. Mm-hmm. And now I was like fuck dude i killed their kids i fucking get it you kill kids like you kill kids like why like why haven't they done this sooner (laughs) right well i mean i think that's that's a good that's a good uh comparison to what we might be experiencing now is like everyone's everyone's kind of waiting for the the other shoe to drop and my my fear is that we have military vets that are are witnessing things you know the same way the three of us are or the four of us if you include shane and and just thinking to themselves, like, I'm going to take action at some point, you yeah. know, like, and, and I'm extremely concerned about what that might look like. I'm extremely concerned about what the response to it might be. Like, I think that's where I'm more concerned, especially in the Libertarian Party. I think, I think I'm going to be very annoyed with the majority's retort to what happens in situations like that when well the capital protest was a perfect example exactly you had all these all these uh libertarians you know corporate level libertarians basically but even a lot of the fucking normies man there was a lot of that's true people on my timeline that were like these people are horrendous they're traitors to our nation and it's like bro i thought you said you don't vote because voting is violence (laughs) (laughs) traitors to our nation like get the fuck out of here like that's and you know what like that's why you know the word purge has like a negative connotation to it but honestly i don't give a fuck like purge these motherfuckers away from me it doesn't even have to be the libertarian party like i don't care like if it gets you know like the mises caucus takes over that's fucking dope i actually really agree with them and they have they're more pragmatic than I am in situations. If I would, if I were to like scale it, but at the same time, like I'm purging those people away from me. Like you can get fucked and I'm going to talk shit and I don't care. Yeah. And like, I don't care how close we were like, fuck that. Like I'm, I'm not dealing with that. I, I agree. I, I think that there, 
there is a time for, for radical action. And when I see a bunch of, you know, whether you think it was entirely a MAGA movement or if you think there was uh, operator, you know, operatives that were within it or BLM that infiltrated or whatever the fuck you think, I don't even give a fuck. Um, if you, if you see all of our towns being burnt down for five months by, you know, truly radical organizations and you didn't, you know, you had a problem, but you didn't do anything. You didn't say much, but then you see two hours where they go to the fucking capital. They go to the place that locked you in your house for 10 months and you've got a bigger problem with that. I, I can't even begin to understand that mindset. It's so confusing to me. I feel like I'm fucking losing my mind. Like, honestly. Right. My my biggest fear out of all this is like some sort of false flag. Me too. For, for war. Like not Ooh. like civil war, like at, like war as in America goes to war. Bro, either way, either because, way, yeah, tomorrow either tomorrow I, might be the most dangerous day in the history of my you know my I'm life. Kind of excited. Yeah, I'm well, excited. Yeah, that's that's your doomer pill. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really like it could go both ways. I mean, it could end up being I'm, great for us, but I am nervous. The reason I'm more afraid of of like a war with another country is because I think that would be something they could use to try to unify us. Sure. And I think the uni- us being unified is going to like dissolute everything that Trump pointed out that, that, that these people are fucking establishing yeah. hacks and everyone started kind of realizing, I think if, if, if some sort of like another nine 11 or uh, you know, some weird, they just crash a fucking plane yeah. into Biden. Yeah. Something like that, dude. I mean, <laughs> Fuck, but talk I, I, talk about overkill, bro. Like if, you could just blow, you could just like blow on the guy. He dropped dead. You it could be a seven forty-seven. Yeah, Cessna. Like he got bit by his dog, and he was in the hospital like two days or something. Or he broke his. Well, dude. All right, that's the other thing. He broke his fucking ankle, and he only had a boot for a day. And it's like fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, it's, they're lying. Yeah, okay, but okay. yeah, I just think that any sort of foreign adversary that would appear through a false flag or an actual attack. Um, that would be some sort of unification for this country. And I think that would be fucking terrible yeah. because then the current establishment can keep doing what they do and somehow all the people will be okay with it because it's like, Oh, well, these people are at least American. Right. I think, no, I think, I think it's high. I think it's highly probable that it happens. And I think it's highly probable that it happens in the next six months. Like I, I think that's yeah, true. And, but I think I'm hoping, cause this part, this thing, I don't know just because of how people reacted with nine 11, we're like, everyone's on the same side, unless you're Muslim, everyone's on our side. here. <laughs> in we're, we're all cool with you besides Muslims. And then, um, <laughs> but then, um, yeah, if something like that happens, then it would be like, well, the, you know, defend America. Like we'll, we, we will defend our tyrants before we let another tyrant come in here. And um, that would be fucking, I think it would just be terrible. But my hope is that there will be enough skepticism of the establishment. Uh, be, I think there would be at least some out there that would be uh, uh, skeptical of uh, Biden and this in the establishment. Well, that see, we this... wouldn't have like a full fledged war. Like might, might be people being like, that's cool. That's your problem. I'm not dealing with that. Well, that that would be great. But I, I got to say, I think that the reason that they're ham- hammering uh, not just Trump, but his supporters with these terrorism law bills is that they want to cow this right wing populist movement. They, yeah. they want you guys, uh, not you guys, but them to shut the fuck up and to play ball again and be scared enough that even if you disagree with whatever the fuck the government plans to do, you shut up about it and you let us get back to our Maybe. business as usual. 
Yo, what, ha- what if a National Guard dude just caps Biden, dude? Like, what if he Man. just fucking? It would be dude, my boss at work thought like because the you know like the the honor guard for the Marine Corps. Yeah, it's the I the Clint. You see the you'll see the, the Marines in their blues and they're the ones that open the fucking door and hold the umbrella for the goddamn prez. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. My boss at work is like, wouldn't it be cool if the those guys <laughs> took up arms and like said, uh, "You're under arrest, traitors." <laughs> I was like, I yeah, that would be pretty cool to watch on TV. I'd love to watch like an actual military coup on television. That would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just I just keep thinking about that. Like what? Like it's probably not an actual National Guardsman, and but like that'd just be. Like, cause, I mean, anybody in the CIA or FBI can get a fucking National Guard uniform. So it's like, yeah, that'd be so rad. Like somebody, somebody was talking about some lefty was like, they could like, there was all these pipe bombs and stuff that they found after the, the Capitol Hill shit. Uh, what if they take up a sniper rifle and it's like, yo, these National Guards people, I'm sorry, they don't have snipers. Like, I'm just saying <laughs> that right now. So if. For some godforsaken reason, Biden gets capped by a sniper rifle. It wasn't a National Guardsman, however much they want to fucking say it no, was. That, that'll be CIA for sure I, if it goes that I uh, also kind of think that uh, like this is not even like a, a show of like necessarily force against like Trumpers. I think that like legitimately there was people in the Capitol that were like literally frightened like they were going to die. Like, well, like oh I, my I God. honestly believe that, that's like, that, that is actually Occam's razor answer is that they have never had a real threat to their safety in their entire fucking lives. Yeah. And it happened and they they are just overreacting. Honestly, that's the most white pilled answer possible is that they're just yeah, fucking so. cowards and pussies and they're horrified. So they brought in sixty five thousand yeah. troops because one cop got killed. I, I hope you're right, man. But then, how. and then uh, to play to that too is like the ones that they're like might be Trump supporters. They took their ammo and magazines away, so it's like they're <laughs> yeah. trying to put on the facade that they have this huge force. Like, hey, you can't do that. You're not allowed to come in these buildings like that and wear your crazy fucking Viking hat and go into the Capitol room. <laughs> we need a we need to call in the big guns and uh, go fund me Kyle Rittenhouse to stand outside the Capitol. <laughs> dude, did you see Kyle Rittenhouse was at a bar? Like, yeah, it, dude. And he, he had threw, a shirt that said like "I'm free" or something like freer that. Than, it's like free as fuck. I think he, it said on. He, it. Threw, yeah. he threw up the OK yeah. symbol too, and everyone's yeah. like, "Look at this white supremacist!" I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god, we're still doing this." Yep. Oh my yeah. god, I can't Dude, send it. out send out the big guns. We'll put Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse <laughs> right in front of the inauguration. Oh, I did see that. Remind me of the fucking my pillow guy, the the guy that basically he just got he, he just got issued a fucking yeah. Uh, what was it a warrant? Did he get a warrant? Or no, did he I didn't get, get a warrant. It was like, uh, yeah, I think he's gonna. He got a su- subpoena for like spreading false information about the Dominion voting, uh, oh, wow. voting machines and the company. I, I guess Dominion is is suing the guy for basically lying. Is what they're saying. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a wild ride. Twenty twenty one is gonna be crazy. Dude, you, and that's something that they're really. That's what's always scary is like now, now that anyone that comes out to like defend Trump that has any sort of power or uh, money, like they fucking they demonize those motherfuckers real quick. Yep. They, they fucking send the law after them. That, that's wonder, the whole. That's the whole play. Yeah, I wonder like how many people. How far do you think they'll go with that? Like and, and like shortly after Trump leaves, like do you, like do you think like do you think they'll come for Trump like criminally? 
I think they might because they like, and everyone always goes, oh, no, no, they wouldn't because that would set the precedent that they go could go after future presidents. I'm like, y'all still, y'all still don't get it. Like, this is not about, like, they are planning to never have another guy who is not part of the cathedral in power. That is, that is my expectation is that they will crucify this dude who, regardless of what Shane said, I still believe was not playing ball. You know, whether or not he was an insider or an outsider, that's that's different language. But I don't think he played ball with them in the way that they demanded. And as such, they ruined him. And I think that they'll fucking hunt this dude to the end of the earth. I really do. And and I think that they'll hunt his family to the end of the earth because otherwise the, the Trump supporters will absolutely glob on to Don Jr. in you know four years if he runs. So um I think they're gonna go, I think they're gonna go hard. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they're that they realize that okay. Maybe we don't want to make 75 million people that are gun owning, you know, red, white, and blue psychopaths that drink Coors and fuck their wives. Like, I don't know if I want to have them coming after me. Um, I hope, but I'm not sure. You know, like that's, that's, I, I, every day I wake up, I feel differently. I'm like, do they want 75 million fucking Republicans to go well, and ham? That's, that's my biggest thing. Like every day I just like some days I'm a doomer and then other days I'm like, this is not sustainable, you know? Right, right. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, I honestly don't think that you can, you cannot make an accurate prediction at this point in time. Like I can, I can see it going two ways. We could be in internment camps in five months or this can drag out for another 15, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think so. You guys ever like the news is so crazy right now and they, everything gets blown up. You ever see something and you're like, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And then like you'll, but then like four of the podcasts you listen to is like, this is a big fucking deal. And you're like, oh shit, really? Like, does this matter? Well, I I think that's how I felt about the Capitol thing. I was like, I was like, you know, it's a, it's it's just just not that big of a deal. I felt like we, we watched six months of this shit that was even more violent and deadly. Yeah. That's how I felt. And Typo was like, no, this is a really big deal. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I didn't fucking care. Like, well, what? I mean, I mean, it is a big deal in the sense that they finally they finally had the backbone to I go. Big deal, yeah. yeah, to go to go after the actual people that are hurting us. But but it wasn't a big deal otherwise, in the sense that like it wasn't that like had they had they gone with nooses and like hung oh, yeah. up some congressman, I would have been like, holy fucking shit. It's on. Yeah. Like, this is a big deal. Uh, but as as of like the actual results of everything, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And the fact that they have 65,000 troops there to defend these people now, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? By the way, I, I heard a week ago or three, four days ago that the, the inauguration was going to be virtual anyways. What the yeah. hell is going on that you need this kind of protection for an inauguration that's alleg- allegedly virtual? Yeah. And even if it is 20,000, regardless of however many troops are there, like I, I know five days ago it was 20,000 and they said they were ramping up to 21 and I swear on my life because I saw the dude's fucking stars. He said 65,000 are there. And that was last night. But like, well, it, regardless, it was 30. I know that's reported. So, yeah. But yeah. like at, at the same time, it's like what they're ramping up for. I have no idea. Like I said, I kind of think it's, I want to say that it's just a show of force. And, but even, I, even, if I it's, don't even think people are going to the Capitol at this point in time. Like, no, to they're even, not. To, to march like it was never a date that they were like the the january 6th that was a date like yeah. everybody knew that they were going to be there yeah and the fly the flyer for tomorrow is is drafted on fl- the same template that was used for black lives matter rallies in last summer so to <laughs> me to me it's clear as day that all of the nah. information that they're operating off of are you know 
frauds. They're they're yeah. red flags, um, whatever you want to call and it. And the only thing that I've seen um, is that people were going to march in their own capitals. Like that's what I've seen. Right. And which which makes a lot more sense. You think these people? These are middle American fucking people. The most of the Trumpers, they're middle fucking American people. They're they're not. They don't have the money to go to the fucking capital twice in two weeks at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the, yeah. If the, I totally see, you know, some people showing up at their capitals. Probably large amounts of people showing up at their capitals during the inauguration. That makes sense to their personal capitals in their yeah. in their city. And for or the record, there's state. nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. And if they were to do it, right? Exactly. And but that's my thing, where it's just like, I I don't the, the whole thing is fishy, and it's it's not even fishy. It just seems like a it just seems like a fucking op to to drum up tension and. Well, my, um, my big to install their fucking leader. Yeah. Well, my my big concern is that there is going to be a, a false flag tomorrow, and and I I really hope I'm wrong because it better be a fucking good one. <laughs> better be believable, dude. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's my concern because no, I, I want it to be blatantly like obvious. A lie. People, yeah, I want it to be like a blatant lie, and people still defend it. Like I would, that would be my best timeline right there. It'd be dope if like a dude on a like a like a paraglider came in with a bomb strapped to him, and that's that's and just, how it goes down. Yeah, or like just like a homeless man <laughs> that like it's like on live TV during the inauguration. <laughs> What is that homeless man doing inside the 20 foot gate? What are you doing? Step homeless man. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to fucking ruin my life, at least make it funny. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You know, my life's already well, a joke. So that's how I thought the Capitol Hill thing was. I, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I did too. I, I didn't. Yeah. We it just was weird. hammered and watched it. It was yeah. fucking, <laughs> we were hammered, but I don't think I've ever was... watched the news for a longer period than yeah. I did that day. Yeah. yeah no, same. I awesome. definitely gave CNN some ratings, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like one of those things where it was like hilarious. Cause it was just like the goofiest Trump supporters possible and probably the most brain dead <laughs> and just walk into yeah. the Capitol. But the most the craziest part to me was like one side you saw like some clashes with like capital police and then the other side they're just letting motherfuckers in dude i know fucking, it's very very confusing all that's what i'm saying it's the all police officers scene. were like i dude i i don't even say it was like planned or nefarious i could believe that the officers were just like yeah we support this dude like go on in people like fuck yeah, yeah. like we're not gonna fight you guys like and I, the other I side even... just had a douchebag <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the other possible. side was just had like the, had the officer <laughs> right right it's possible honestly because like the reaction on on half the building was you know do your thing it, one, one of the it was actually a black cop like security that says says to the guy as he's walking in he goes you know i i don't i don't uh what do you say? I don't agree, but I support your rights to do this. And he's like, you know, puts his hand out, like be on your way. And, uh, oh yeah, go for it, man. Uh, it just blew, it blew my mind that, that it was from, even from the people on the ground there, like the actual security there seemed to have no issue with what was occurring, but then the media and the cathedral turns it into a fucking yeah. siege and a coup and everything else, you know? I know. Well, and there's that video that surfaced, surfaced now with the uh, the guy with the fucking Viking horns yeah. walking into the Senate room and the cops with him. Yeah. And there's the one guy that's bleeding on the ground. He's like, that dude's bloody. Good <laughs> for like, you, man. He's like, God, God bless, brother. <laughs> yeah, God bless, brother. And then he goes and he's like standing at the, at like posing in front of the fucking. Yeah. And one of the security uh, goes, Hey man, would you mind not being in the Senate yeah. hall? And he's like, yeah. he's like, oh, we'll be out of here soon. And yeah, and then exactly. Th there's another, there's another angle where the fucking Viking helmet dude 
has a, a personal a photo- photographer. Yeah, a photographer that's right up in his grill, and he's like posing for it. I yeah. All all of this is so confusing. I really don't even. Well, like, and he was at all the Black Lives Matter rallies here in Phoenix, Arizona. Was he? Because yeah. I, I I heard I heard that he was. Uh, he was still he was there, but he had like a Q poster with him. I think he had a puke Q poster, but he was at all of the Black Lives Matter. Like we saw him go like around all of our Facebook friends and stuff like that. Dude, he might be some based, he might be some based ass ANCAP who's just yeah, like, oh, yeah, hippie. right. That's just like fucking around. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I know he's a, and you know I've seen a couple of his interviews just because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and um, you know, he's just he's he's a Navy vet. He's all um, about he's all about like crystals and energy and shit. Yeah, and it's so like those people are just wild to me. Like we yeah. there's so many of those here in Phoenix, especially in Tempe, that uh, like they've I've been to after parties after bars and shit, and <laughs> I'm just like they start talking to me about crystals, and I'm like, yo, bro, like I, we gotta go. Like, like but uh, you know, like I, the whole thing was just off. Like it was just off because literally they showed it even that day live news one side chilling and then they showed the same video of one person taking like a riot shield and breaking open a window and they just replayed that and they're like and and then like all the videos of the people there none of the offices are messed up they're kind of like sitting in the seats and stuff and things are a little disheveled and then the aftermath pictures are like the office is completely destroyed and it's just like like i'm not saying that they didn't do that because it's very possible like right after they fucking you know, went into the offices. They're like, all right, let's fuck shit up. I still want to know uh, what happened with the Nancy Pelosi emails. Her shit was a wide open. Dude, and you can't, real. you can't tell me that she didn't do that on purpose. You can't tell me she didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> she doesn't have the, she doesn't have the capability of hitting close on the browser. So she get, logs out like bullshit. They did not get out of there that fast. Dude, dude, the rules for the, but not for me. Yeah. Well, Dude, they don't need to do security OPSEC. They fucking, they're used to it up there. So I can honestly believe them just leaving that shit up there. Do we had officers in the Marine Corps that fucking violated OPSEC all the time? Yeah, that's true. And, and honestly, if she was, if she was caught off guard by it, um, you know, she's never been under, like, like we were saying, like typo was saying earlier, these people have never been under any physical threat in their entire lives. So like, I think that they, they probably genuinely panicked. I don't know though. I mean, it's, it's possible that they're, uh, that all of this was an op. I mean, it's possible that that's the hardest part yeah. about all of this shit yeah. this year is like, I don't know. I don't know if we just overreacted to coronavirus. I don't know if it was an op. I don't know if it's a China plot. I don't know if it's an America plot. I don't know if it's a fucking new world or order plot. I don't know. I don't know if the fucking siege was staged, if it was infiltrated, like, I don't know if the election was stolen. I don't know if it was legitimate. I don't know if we're witnessing a coup. I like, I am fucking lost, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think these people are stupid. Um, <laughs> I but, like your, I like your perspective. It makes me feel better. But I, I mean, if all the black pilled things happened, I wouldn't be like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so like, I'm optimistic, but it's not like, I'm not fucking like, eh, there's still a part of me. It's like, my uh, my Alex Jones comes out where it's right. like, it's new world order. It's fucking well, happening. I, I was talking, uh, I was tweeting with Luke about it. Uh, but I was thinking about moving to to Texas to like get you know I don't know hunkered down to fucking try and ride this shit out if it does get as Build dark a as bunker as yeah exactly <laughs> hide from the black helicopters um it, is that of interest to you guys are you interested in like or is Arizona the the spot well I I told you I was like uh, my girlfriend and I are thinking about moving 
eventually. I want land. There's not a whole lot of land that I want here in Arizona. Sure. Um, and you know, my family's not here anymore. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at moving anyways. We were looking at like Southern Colorado, maybe okay. even, maybe even central like uh, Colorado Springs area. So it's South of Denver. Cause there's a lot of really nice land there and it's right next to the mountains. So I'm down with that. I got a, you can find a bug out spot there. Um, <laughs> well, let me, let me dissuade you a bit from Colorado. All of my scumbag, uh, native Californians have moved there and turned that motherfucker, you know, basically blue. So yeah, consider that. Well, yeah, no. And that's, and you know, the, the reason why Colorado Springs came up was, uh, it's right there at the, the, army base right and uh so that's always a good good sign um depending on how you take it my dad's my dad's family is from there so i I spent you know one week you know during the holidays every year for my entire childhood i really enjoy it i really enjoy the people but i just know that like politically um i would not choose it as a place to flee. yeah and so that's choose a state you want to succeed in (laughs) yeah exactly well that's exactly right yeah and so like the that's so that's one place that we were looking at Southern Colorado. And then my parents did just move to Texas. I don't know if I can convince my girlfriend to go to Texas though. She might, she might not want, she wants, she wants mountains. She wants four seasons. And there's not a, like, unless we go North, North Texas, there's not a whole lot there. And then the only other places are in the East and fuck, man, I don't know if I can go. I don't know if I can go that far East. (laughs) That's a whole nother level of winter. Um, well, I think you're just going to have to break up with her and make it official with Typo. <laughs> she already thinks that's the case, so it's all good. <laughs> typo, are you going to stay in Arizona or are you interested in moving? I don't know, dude. I was, I'm actually kind of leaving it up to my parents because uh, um, they want to move, but they keep saying they want to move to Arizona, and I want to move closer to them. Nice. So see, wherever... we, got, we got all soft after we got out of the military. We were gone for four and a half years, and we didn't see our parents that much, so now it's like we feel bad and now we have to like stay well and i just don't know if my parents are going to be able to take care of themselves when shit goes down <laughs> yeah no honestly that's yeah. a that that's my parents uh, are getting old man yeah my, my, and parents, my are... parents are just two women so <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean that they are getting older or younger but anyways uh... <laughs> they can't take care of themselves <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what he means okay yeah that, that was the joke <laughs> okay i, I follow that <laughs> Uh, but that, that's a genuine concern of mine. Like uh, my parents are in their sixties and um, you know, they're not super old by any stretch, but I, I am very concerned about getting kind of a, a bug out spot where I can have, you know, my, my loved ones kind of flee if California gets as dystopic as I fear it's gonna, I, I mean, you guys, I don't even think I can like emphasize how bad I think that California is going to get, bro. Like it's, it's so yeah, fucked already. It's so fucked already, but it's just like they're, maybe they're that's talk- another thing too, dude. I live in Arizona, and like we have a soft lockdown, so right. like you're probably black pilled way more than I, I am. Think that, I like, think that's I got, true. I got a lot more freedom. Yeah, no, I think it's totally true, man. Like if you if you get threatened with you know fines and shit while you're at the beach, and then like all the restaurants you go to get shut down, and there's no nightlife, basically everything closes Ugh. at 10, 10 p.m. and it's been like this for ten months. Like, yeah, yeah I'm fucking. I'm yeah, there's a reason I'm fucking so freaked out because it's like if this yeah. is if this is my forever, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like yeah. I can't yeah. have this continue to happen. So I think for that reason alone, I have to get to a red state that that doesn't have lockdowns just so I can try and like fucking cool out, you know? Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I think life, that's a good dude. point. Go yeah, like hammer. I can I can still go get drunk at a bar. So 
dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> we have to we have to stay in our seats, but you know, you win yeah. some, you lose some. For real? Why do you have to uh, stay in the seats? Well, at the at the main bars, you're not allowed to leave your seating area. <laughs> so they have like these big ass dance floors and no one's allowed on them. But then oh. at like the little we we just go to little dive bars that are around the house and most of them, I mean, it's like I mean except for the fact that there's masks on everybody's like chin or around their hand or something like that. Like it's like going into a normal bar. The pool tables are open. Um, every seat is taken. Like it's not social distance. Like, and that's why, you know, maybe I haven't gone as crazy as much. I need, I need a little bit, like, I kind of feel like I'm a, uh, like a, like antisocial sometimes, but then when I get into my antisocial moods, I'm like, Oh fuck, I need to go out because yeah. That's all. And then at least, at least watch people. I just like to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like my gym, my gym was shut down for four or five months and I finally found another, my, well, long story. Anyways, I found another gym that I could go to and it's outdoors. And, but just to have people around me, like I still have headphones and I don't talk to anybody. I'm still antisocial as fuck, but just having people there, I was working out by myself, my dad's little shitty gym for five months by myself. And I work by myself and I live by myself. I was going crazy, you know? And then, like the if it weren't for beach volleyball, I swear to God, I would have lost my mind. Yeah, you find out how yeah. how uh, social you really are. Yeah, in situations yeah. like that. Dude, There's a limit. We have we have axe throwing, so we go to axe throwing. We're actually going to have yeah. to we're going to have so, to head out here soon because we have a league tonight. But um, you have you know, league axe throwing. Yeah, we we Hell went to the yeah. we went to the national championship last no. year. And played in it. Yeah. No. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty fucking good, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty fucking good, bro. Um, but That's yeah, like, so we we've had we've had that thankfully, and uh, you know they, even that like we can we, they have beers there and stuff, so we can drink and socialize yeah, 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 yeah. and have a good that, time. But, yeah. That's. Bad. I was gonna say that like you know like I'll be honest, dude. Not and people that get into axe throwing are fucking weirdos. Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of them are like, lefty too. You'd be surprised. Yeah, a lot of them are lefty. Um, but like. It was it, like there's people at our league that I like to talk to. There's a few people at the league that I could see myself hanging out with outside of axe throwing. Right. I would say half of them I wouldn't be caught dead with at a bar after <laughs> league. Like they're fucking degenerate. Like I do not like these people, but I appreciate their company. Like sure. it, it's not like I hate them to the point to where like I can't even talk to them at league. It's like I actually right. enjoy talking to them and like. Yeah, it, it made me like this social distance lockdown bullshit made me appreciate the fucking weirdos in my league yeah. way more than I ever did before. Like I was like, oh, like I was always the weirdo that shows up, but now and even it's if like, they're different dude, politically, I that weirdo. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. even if they were different politically, it was fine because we weren't there to talk politics, and our entire situation had nothing to do with politics until the company started getting weird with fucking politics shit. But um, you know, like it was. Yeah, typo hates the company right now, but uh, you know, like you, like I knew this guy was a giant fucking lefty, giant lefty, and he's one of the coolest people. Like I love talking to the dude; he's such a nice guy. Yeah, and you know, I fuck, and I think we like this whole lockdown thing has just fucked that. Like it yeah. just fucked it straight over. Yeah, no, it did, and and that's why I think I got such pushback by saying we should ally with the commies. It's like everyone is so convinced that. If they identify as a commie, that they are, you know, irredeemable human trash. And yeah. it's like, or that are, they want to kill you. Like most people don't even understand what communist means. Right. And it's like, are some of them that? Yes. Obviously, yeah. some of them are genuinely that bad, especially when you look at just their online interaction. They're like, 
constantly telling people they're going to put them up against the wall and you're like okay yeah these people are super you dangerous can, you can see the same thing in our groups too exactly I mean, it's a joke where we're throwing commies out of a helicopter and i guarantee there's some people in our community that take that very seriously yeah and and there are some people in our community that genuinely want to throw commies out of helicopters so it's like yeah it, it's it's there's a spectrum amongst people and and i had um did you guys see that speech that went viral from the michigan courthouse his it was no. like two two days ago he gave this yeah incredible- it was the one it was the one that i was telling you about typo Mm. where we well we i didn't watch so the like, video but i saw it yeah okay. like so my quick take on it was i loved what he said but fuck i think he looks like a giant d-bag <laughs> well he was on my show last week so don't say that oh my bad <laughs> he was on my show yesterday he's actually he, seems, seen- he fucking talked really well though <laughs> look at you spinning it around no he's he's a really <laughs> he's a really sweet guy actually uh but he uh I think that his message was really important. And, and it's that it's that like if we lose and it's actually it's what you were saying earlier, Luke, is that if we lose our humanity and we become that which we hate, which is like just we're we're rallying against the killing machine that is our government. We're rallying against violence. We're rallying against tyranny. If we become all of those things, we we lose the fight anyway. So like I think that his message was really important because he was he was standing with people that he disagreed with ideologically, BLM, Antifa, whatever. And and he's he has gotten to show his humanity to these people that would have otherwise believed that he is a white supremacist, Nazi, racist, whatever the fuck, because that's yeah. what the cathedral has been saying about it. I know. Yeah, and that, awesome. that kind of plays that kind of plays into it a little bit because um like the guy that I think Luke, Luke was referring to about our league, I, we're friends with him on Facebook. And he and told Twitter. us, yeah, and Twitter. <laughs> he follows me on Twitter, and he's like a diehard Democrat. Oh, Joe man. Biden, Kamala Harris can do no wrong. He's not going to enjoy uh, you. But that that was the weird thing is because he was like, "Oh, you guys got Twitter? Let me follow you." And we were like, "I don't know if you want to follow us, man." But, <laughs> all right. And uh, but he, we were at league talking, and he's like, "This is why I love axe throwing." He's like, "I vastly disagree with almost everything you guys say, but." We can come over. We can come and hang out and just throw axes and drink and talk about axe throwing. And yep. you know, I'm usually like libertarians. I would say, or maybe even Republicans would be more susceptible to accepting people and to to come together for one thing that's not politically related and be okay. True. But when a Democrat, like I, my, maybe it's my blindness of what I see on Twitter is like lefties are always trying to ban people they don't want to associate with bad people, but. When you actually have that real human action, like people, they're not like, I'm shut the fuck. I mean, you they, obviously there's some out there that are like that, but right. most people aren't going like, to shut you up. And especially right. when you meet people in a space that it was, you don't know anybody's background at the offset. You know, you yeah. can have a, your assumptions and then it, it comes from a completely different place. And then a lot of times, especially in that, like it didn't even come up until he started following our Twitter that we were one way and he was a different way. Like I didn't even know which way, honestly, I would have believed this guy. He's a lifelong Arizonian. So I would have imagined him a big white dude. I would imagine him being a Republican, like honestly. And yeah, you know, he family. wasn't, but at the same time, like it was <laughs> that's so fucked up. Family, But you know, he, uh, you know, like when you get put in those positions, it's a lot different because you don't come in with that political mindset and you're yep. just doing something. And exactly. you realize that a lot of these people are exactly the same as you just trying to get through their day to day. And then their political beliefs are different on the, uh, on the like opposite side of it. But 
the majority of the time, it's, we say this all the time. We have more in common with everybody else around us than we do with any of these people at the higher echelons of government. Even your fucking state governors, you don't have anything in common with almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I agree. And I think that uh, the, that's the reason that I was so opposed to and why my show is called Liberty Lockdown is because the, the lockdowns separated us basically by force, even though it was largely implemented voluntarily um, to our own ideological corners where we became more entrenched in our beliefs, became more, um, you know, angry towards the op- uh, opposition. And, you know, I, I have to remind myself of that as well. It's like, I have to remember that these are human beings that are on the other side of this thing that have very similar values that care about, you know, just getting through the day and, and caring for their family, feeding their family, making an income. Um, and most of them don't want to put us up against the wall. So I think, I think that's a good note. We'll, we'll end it on a white pill for once. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, go ahead and tell people where they can find you. Um, yeah, you can find me at keep it real Luke on Twitter and on Instagram. And our podcast is also on Twitter. It's biting bullet pod and biting bullet podcast on Instagram or the other way around one of those. Um, we're also on Patreon. You can find us at biting the bullet or backslash biting the bullet, whatever. Uh, we have a couple levels on there. You can get into our discord, all that fun shit. Um, and we're on every major podcatcher, So you can find us there. Hells yeah. Typo. You can, you can find me on Twitter at uh, the real typo and on Instagram at axe throwing typo. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> axe throwing typo. I love it. And uh, what's, what's the other one? Um, God Ooh. damn it. I was going to make one of those, you know, gay app jokes, but I forgot the name of it. What's it called? Oh, uh, which, Oh, grinder. Oh yeah. my grinder. And you can find me on grinder at uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the well hung typo. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the big balls typo, dude. Those things are meaty clackers. It's the meaty clackers. That's all it is. Me- <laughs> yeah. You can find me on Grinder at the meaty clackers. The meaty clackers. <laughs> it's the big Jewish balls, dude. Let's what can see, I do? Let's see how many times we can say it before he ends the dude, show. The meaty clackers. <laughs> the meaty clackers. We're absolutely, <laughs> if we ever do a, a three way podcast, we're, that's going to be the name of it. The meaty okay, clackers. I'm down. <laughs> I'm start it, I'll start it out with that. <laughs> All right, Welcome fellas. to the meaty clackers. <laughs> thank, thank you for the time and thank you for making me feel better about this, uh, this scary time that we're in. It, it's always good to talk to you guys. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you. Peace. Big shout out to everybody that's been with me since Jump Street. Appreciate y'all. World premiere. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go? It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone. Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne. If you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home. The virus you're scared of will come and it'll go. The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe. Like Nico and Shane, you're probably wondering what's happening. Scared Hollywood lefties lyrical fappening. A typo with Luke might bring the nooses. We all bite the bullet, I'm the king of the gooses. Freckles and Brit didn't know I could spit. Knew I was a patriot, but now I'm the shit. Peter Quinones, invite me on Which podcast sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way, but I am unequal Lions of Liberty now hear me roar Beat running up, but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire, always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house No malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with the fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copy the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky Smooth Tom was the only sound Getting so 
hot must be Eric July Screaming in the mic and rip a 59 Miles to Ray showed that black guns matter Now all these lefties got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war but we're ready You know I be bopping ain't rock steady Liberty lockdown, please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you ride with the thought, you've always got a home The virus you're scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe Let's get into the show